Greetings listeners, welcome to the Web12 podcast. My name is Raymond and I'm here with Thomas, a.k.a. Diomedes. And Hello. Uh, two hosts, you. <laughs> yeah. So we're, double, we're... double the host power. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about uh, a couple Kalki, because I've been, I got my teeth kicked in by this uh, this army and you, you've been playing with it, so. Yes, yeah. Um, they are my personal favorite. If long-time listeners will know that I was on uh, a while ago to talk about them, uh, I guess it would have been last year sometime. Um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, a lot's happened since then. Uh, yeah. I would like to say that I'm a better player now since then. <laughs> I hope so. Someone did actually tell me that a few weeks ago. Uh, shout out to Tobbe, one of my local players, a really good player. And mm. I played him having not played him for ages. And I said, and, and you know, he beat me, but he said, oh, you, you've become a better player. So I, I'll oh, take that's that. Nice. Yeah. Um, and and Kapukalki have changed also. And I, I'd like to yes. say probably, probably gotten better. Um, but yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they made a return with the reinforcements. So they're... Uh, yeah. If, if if yeah, in in my case, I will um, I will be running reinforcements tournaments for the for a good while because I nice. uh, I hosted uh, the ones uh, a few weeks back and the next one I let people vote for if they want reinforcements or not and uh, so I got a majority for reinforcements so yeah and that means that any Hakislam player brings Kapukalki now. They're back. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, everybody, everybody is Kapukalki now. We're all Kapukalki. Yeah. 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 I'm. I must say, I'm very pleased. Um, I was. I, I wasn't sure what to expect with the with the reinforcements for, for Islam. I mean, there was plenty of arguments for maybe Rama Task Force. You know, they're like a sort of super fast yeah. insertion team thing. But I mean, it makes a certain amount of sense with Kapu being like the, the you know, this the hack islam navy basically in space yeah um and yeah they've taken some really i suppose we can get we'll get into it in a bit but they've taken some really interesting directions i think with yeah with, with those pieces yeah well there, there were speculations that the khanate would be the, the reinforcement yeah. one but then we would be uh, dropping bikes around that would have been yeah <laughs> i think yeah. uh every everything everybody gets an s5 and i think that's maybe the upper limit for uh for for reinforcement pieces because i think anything bigger than that so oh, i'm gonna put this somewhere around along the middle part of the board is there a place is it possible yeah uh, that's I, it. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean i suppose what it does is it <clears throat> although kapukalki is now officially out of the catalog as a faction um it does leave a sort of space for a new um, sectorial to come into Hack Islam. Uh, yeah. And people are always talking and hoping and even CB every now and again talk about the possibility of a Carnate um, sectorial. So I, I would imagine that's more likely now, now that Kapu is, is officially the reinforcements faction. Yeah, because yeah, it, it brings uh, most of the reinforcement units also come into Kapukalki as well. As I've seen, mm. the, like the Burto yeah, and the Corson, yeah, all they're they're all part of it. So, yeah, it's out of cat- catalog, but you can say how much of the catalog is. There's a lot of going back in the catalog or new stuff in Kapokalki that's yeah. in there. So, if you look at the yeah. roster, there's there's only a few units that are actually out of catalog, and the rest is all in. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I must say, as a as a Capricati player, they're my my main faction. I, I'm I'm disappointed on the one side, on hand that they are like officially out of catalogue and they probably yeah. won't come back anytime soon as a faction in their own right. But you know, as the reinforcements faction, they will almost certainly be getting models in the next twelve yeah. months, um, which will mean new 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 models for the faction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't play it. Or if you do play it, you're going to get Capricalki models. So yeah, that's cool. So it's actually I, I, I I'm I'm looking at the roster. Is maybe the Jumbazon is out uh, out uh, out of the catalog? Uh, but still, uh, if, if you go down Gulams, you can get everywhere. Still, uh, Arslan I see still in there. Janissaries yeah. are also part of Rama. Gregador, it's nomads. Yanyans, they're everywhere. Druze, uh, yeah, they're in the Druze. Scarface, they're in the also in Druze, so it's also not uh, out of the luck. Najeron, yeah, that's the yeah. regular one you get everywhere. Mobile Brigada, another nomad unit. Rafik, Iguana, another uh, so all the remotes. And Iguana is a nomad tag. Uh, Odalisks are now part of reinforcements. Pashi Bazooks, well, they're in the ITS. Um, so Hafsas yeah. also also part of the reinforcements. Azriel, Al Hawa. So Kaplans, they're there. Yeah, they're mercenaries. Segbans are part of the reinforcements. Yeah. Wild Bill is also everywhere. Warcourse, especially everywhere. Uh, Laila Sharif, yeah. almost in every Islam list. Rama uh, Ruhani, also everywhere. Fiddler. The, the the and then you get the whole yeah the new the new stuff the Korsan, the Burtuk. And all the mercenary stuff, mm. the uh, motor. So it's only the Jumbasons? <laughs> yeah. It's out of catalog. Only the Jumbasons. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. And the, and the, and the Sekban as well. And the Sekban. Yeah. yeah. But they've yeah. been long, long gone for a long time. Yeah. Um, you can, I think you can probably still get Jumbasons relatively easily. And they're, but they're coming, they're in the reinforcements. So there's a good chance that both Jumbasons and Sekban will return with new models. Yeah. Um, at some point in the future. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, out it's of actually. Catalog, I would but say technically, quite... ne- nothing is out of the catalog. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've we've already seen like um, the uh, what do you call it the sort of concept art the uh, the dossier art for new halfsters. Yeah. That was released in a when they were started talking about reinforcements, and I think they'll yeah. they'll be. Yeah. It's it's it, weirdly even though even though they've taken this official stance that they're no longer kind of producing because of reinforcements, it's actually a really great time to become a Capricalki yeah. player. Because they're um, producing everything and most of them are getting either either getting new models or are uh, some of them have, have gone to a refresh. They're refreshing all the remotes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Jan Jan has recently been refreshed. Same goes yeah. for the Kaplans. Uh, Drews has been a while back, but they're they're, they're fresh ones. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's, I, I guess it maybe you, you can maybe speak to this better as a as a, an Ariadna player. Like it must be similar for for the Merovingians, right? They've yeah. been out of production for ages, but like a lot of those units will be coming back as reinforcement mod, new reinforcement models. Yeah. Yeah, as so well as some new ones, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that was the the fun thing about going to a tournament with my Cosmo Flot and just being able to use all my Merovingian units again. 
that was fun. So yeah. yeah, only the I only needed to uh, uh, to to proxy the Apaches. Yeah, cool. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean I've had the similar thing. Like the only ones I need to pro- proxy are the the Corsan, which will obviously will go into the into the units, and the and the Burtuk, the new yeah. and they're the new new units, right? Yeah. So other than that, I, I have all the other models, and uh, you know, if you're listening out there and you like the what, you like what you hear when we go through this faction, I think um, it, you know it's a good time to get into it, despite the strange status that the faction has. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, so you don't, especially this one, you don't have to go out and just seek out the old units because new the yeah they they will be, will be refreshed. It's a weird out of this is the most out weird out of catalog RB that you can find. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. 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 Well, cool. I'm, I'm not complaining. No. I'm definitely no, not no. complaining. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And uh, yeah, Kapukalki. It's it's been yeah. It's 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 a sectorial that also they have returned uh, its special status of having two Harises again. Yeah. 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 Yes, that was really nice to see come back. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny though. I think because they've well on the one we can uh, I might take you through one or two lists um, to to discuss some of the some of the setups because you can take two Harises in this faction yeah. now again, um, and with the addition of some new units, it actually means that in some instances that's a little bit easier than it would have been in the past. Yeah, um, yeah I think. Not, not, not to sort of uh, get ahead of ourselves, but with the Corsan coming in, which is this cheap guy, we'll obviously talk about him a bit more because it is a good unit, uh, yeah. and being able to link with Kaplans, all of a sudden Kaplans become a lot more of a cheaper viable option for a for a fire team. Um, yeah. And a cheap and a cheap Harris to add into your more expensive, probably Azrael Harris, and then you know, maybe another Harris from the core or a full core or four man core or something. Yeah, there's there's a lot of potential there for some interesting ways to build, um, as well as all the old ideas that if if you were a Kapu player from well I say way back from from that brief golden period of about two weeks when you thought great two Harris teams I'm gonna make all kinds of interesting stuff well now you can go back and revisit those uh, list ideas and uh, and hopefully put them on the table and no one's gonna take them away from you. Yeah, and and and, and one of the main things that that I'm happy with is because you get two Harises, you can actually put a Haris in your reinforcement group without mm. breaking one that you already had. Correct. Even if you yeah, go with that's... one Haris, there's still one you can drop in. Yeah, that's really good. It's really powerful. And I, and I think what I like about that particularly is having um, Jambazan in reinforcements because they are the faction's only source of MSV. Yeah. Two. You you have MSV one on on Arslan, but that's only one guy. Um, and maybe sometimes you want to build a list in a way that you don't want to take the Jambazan immediately, but you want to be able to have that tool if you find that there's something. You know, if your opponent has some min minus six ARO piece or something, it is really nice yeah. the idea to be able to go. Okay, well, I'm maybe I was ill-equipped initially for this fight. But now I can drop my Jambazan in there with his Red Fury or whatever and go and go to town um, mm-hmm. on, on whatever's there um, and have that, just have that in your back pocket. I mean, you can always take them as a normal 
and on my house team as well. But uh, yeah. uh, there's, there are now so many interesting options um, in the fire team makeup that it's good with a reinforcement format anyway that you can hold something back um, that you might otherwise not want straight away or you know you want to keep flexibly available to yourself but not as your main force yeah 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 it's good that the that the jambasan has made a return because from the from the ill beginnings where when i played uh, infinity uh, years back jambasan was the the guy the go-to guy for your msv then the mukhtar came in and uh, yeah, yeah, everyone uh, everyone left the Jambazan for what it was and and used the Mukhtar, but now it being part of the the reinforcements, I'm I'm happy to see its return. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it has a new a new weapons profile. I mentioned it already. Yeah. It has a Red Fury, um, as well as all the other stuff that it, it already had, which is a nice little extra option. Uh, I think specifically for reinforcements, right? Yeah, because you're coming you this sort of mid-range yeah. weapon. It's yeah. not quite as powerful as the HMG, but it's more flexible in that midfield space. Um, and yeah, w- we can hope at least for a new model, which might be interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm. I mean, they they are still. I think if you're looking from a, a vanilla perspective, you know, the Jambazan is overshadowed by the uh, Mukhtar MSV2 Red Fury guy because it's tougher. Well, it has more wounds, has mimetism, um, but. In the context of Kapokalki, where you have fire teams, you can then, you know, and you obviously don't have Mukta, you can take your Jampazan, and they are still really, really the sort of bread and butter of the faction in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. They're just good. You know, they're, they're very solid. They're not super spectacular, but they have a particular set of tools yeah. that sometimes you just really need. Um, and yeah, they're, they're good. I, I really rate them. And with uh, re- how rege- regeneration works now with the state space and having a fist 13 regenerating. Oh, it's, yeah. uh, if, you, if you had hard work getting that sniper away and then all of a sudden by the end of the state phase, no, I'm back again. Exactly. I can start this exactly. all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but maybe maybe we should save that for yeah, sort of yeah, let's yeah. run through. Yeah. Just me gushing over an old model that I liked for a long, long while. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, Kapokalki, yeah, how did it, uh, yeah, we, we will talk to a, a bit about how the new profiles coming in. Um, uh, should we go to units wise? Or do, do you have some general observations still that uh, you want to share? I think if, uh, again, speaking a little bit to the sort of more long-term listeners or anyone who wants to go back and listen to my original reflections on it, my I would say my opinions have changed a huge amount. And I need to give a big shout out to uh, our very own Perzan mm-hmm. uh, and also to uh, a, a pal of mine, an Infinity friend of mine from Finland called Grotnib, that's his, his handle. Yeah. Uh, he He's a, a really great player. Bo- both of them are really great players. Um, but Grotnib is typically a, a, a Rama player, but uh, I had been uh, and, and continue to tell everybody and anyone who listen that QK is great. I love that. I love the faction. Uh, I'm always happy to like evangelize how good and fun they are. And he heard me and also he had some friends in Finland who were telling him, you know, this faction is a bit weak. Uh, and I'd been complaining about it. And so he was like, OK, I'll try it out. And he came 
up with some really interesting this was even before they'd been changed he came up with some really interesting ways to play them as did Persan um, and the kind of principles that those two came up with that they passed on to me I've kind of uh, synthesized them in my own way and uh, taken some of their sort of lessons uh, and there are some really interesting ways to play I would say Capucalki uh, particularly you know out of uh, certainly out of all of the hack islam uh, sectorials um but even even more than some other what you would might consider more sort of high-tech factions they can do a, a hacking game really well they can do a guided missile strategy really really well i would say almost as good if not better than hasasi and baram which if for those of you who follow them at home they are very very strong uh, guided missile launcher sort of strategy faction um so there's that whole aspect, and then and then I would say that that uh, Kapukalki is it's sort of again been a little bit overshadowed uh, from a historical perspective by the, the developments in uh, like Hassan Baram, but Kapu mm-hmm. is still like the the heavy infantry faction for um, for Hak Islam. Uh, if you if you want to run a lot of heavy infantry or a lot of things that look like heavy infantry anyway. Um, Kafukalki is the place to do it. There's some really interesting things we, we have talked in already, and we will continue to talk about the Azrael as like the star of the show. Oh yes. Um, but even <laughs> even even Janissaries, the much kind of loved but also hated Janissaries, can work really well in Kafukalki in a way that they don't work as well in other uh, other formats with Hack Islam. Um, you can obviously take a Mobile Brigada, and you can take the new Burtuk as well, Engineer Heavy Infantry. Um, so there, there's a there's a that side of the game which doesn't really have a place in in Hack Islam generally, you know, in vanilla Hack Islam or or indeed the mm-hmm. other two sectorials. Um, you can really lean into that as well as the there's also a wealth of, of uh, medium medium infantry pieces as well. So they're they're um, in terms of my general reflections, that's that's the kind of area that I'm always looking at is. You know, of course, the light infantry section of the faction is always it's always big and wide for Pakistan, but um, the real strength lies in the heavier pieces, which is you know, not something you could say uh, necessarily about uh, about other Pakistan sectorials or indeed the faction in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're a, they're a little bit unusual. They 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 kind of book the trend of Pakistan style, if you like. Um, they don't have as many of the kind of interesting tricks like few days or whatever but uh yeah they they bring something really different and interesting uh, uh and that's that's why i love them you know also they are space pirates you can't go far wrong with with the official unofficial official privateers of the, of the yeah. nation in space um you know they're hiring mercenaries they're hiring straight up pirates you've got yan yans in the faction that are just pirates they're just pirates you know, there's no, yeah there's no like with the other ones they're kind of like oh we're, we're mercenaries or we're we're serious people but we, we maybe do some dark dingy things but we're also working for the good guys yanyans are just straight up pirates nobody <laughs> wants to employ them no other like main faction employs yanyans um <laughs> but uh but kapakalki does because they love the pirates and they love all that all that stuff and, and so do i if you are bringing the heavy infantry, the more expensive units, then it's nice to drop some cheap mofos with yeah, chain rifles to do uh, do some work. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. 
soften up. Uh, and even even with the new the new Corsan, which we'll we'll get into, that they're they're also like pirates. That I mean, their, their yeah. name is Corsan Corsairs of the Gate, and they're like sort of the more professional, well-trained sort of bashy bazooks. Uh, also another pirate pirate uh, unit. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's uh, yeah there's a lot to like from a thematic perspective. Um, that's uh, yeah. an incredible CC attack uh, profile. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're really good. I haven't uh, haven't got to use one in like in an aggressive sense. Like I've not. I've used. I've played with them, but not had them actually do anything yet. They've been in fire teams and stuff like that. But uh, I'm looking forward to the day when someone tries to roll up on my uh, my Kaplan fire team yeah. and my Corsan just says, "Nope, you can't do that." So. Yeah, what are the weaknesses of Kapokalki uh, compared to the other uh, sectorials? I think uh, Kapokalki's main weakness is, I would say, slowness in the main. Um, they have some fast units. They've got Fiddler. They've got a couple of tags, which are relatively quick. Um, uh, and they have some uh, forward deploying units. They've got the Hawa, which is a really good skirmisher. But beyond that, everything else is... Pretty much everything else is 4-4. Four, four. Uh, there's a couple of 6-2 uh, uh, heavy infantries. Uh, but yeah, they are kind of slow to get across the board. Um, yeah. uh, you have some AD troops. So you've got the Bashi Bazook and you've got the Yan Yan that we've already mentioned. Uh, so they give you a little bit extra um, you know, extra power in that respect. You can drop them in from the sides. And yeah. even the Yan Yan in, in this current ITS Season 15 thanks to the new rule that the name escapes me, but they are able to, for free, on on a, or rather without a role, on exclusion zone maps or missions, they're allowed to drop in in contact with the exclusion zone anywhere along the line of the exclusion zone. So they can, you can place them down in positions in the middle of the board, which previously you would have had to roll a, a, a fizz roll for. Yeah. Um. And and their fizz for doing combat jump is only 11. They they have yeah. a fizz of 14 generally, but I think the 11 is sort of supposed to show that they are, you know, kind of chaotic uh, pirates who aren't necessarily very good at, at things like that. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so they they've become a bit more powerful and definitely more mobile thanks to that particular rule. But in general, uh, you really are are lacking in in sort of a very fast fast attack units or a fast specialist who can run up and push a button um, and kind of get away again. Uh, yeah. So you have Fiddler. Fiddler's kind of good at that. She's also, you know, she's expensive. Uh, she doesn't have any fire team uh, abilities to sort of join her with other people. Uh, she's not always, not always the appropriate piece. And if you're not taking her, then you're a bit limited. Um to sort of slow foot slogging and, and pieces like your sort of Azrael uh, is is a big you know it's S five um, but it's slow it's only a four four move so mm-hmm. I mean you, you don't typically want it want to be pushing it far up anyway but maneuvering around can be slow um, so that's I would say the main drawback um, and beyond that a lot of the sort of core pieces the likes of the Jampazan and the Sekban they are Kind of tough. They are they have the classic uh, medium infantry kind of curse. I don't, I don't think they're that bad, but it's that thing of you know they're kind of extensive, but they're also kind of easy to kill. They all have one wound. Their armor's 
usually no more than three. Um, and yeah, some of them, most of them don't have shock immunity. So if they get hit and go down to that kind of ammunition, then then you've lost quite an expensive piece. So yeah. they, they can be a drawback. And so you really have to lean when you're taking those. You have to really be careful with them and sort of lean on the fact that they're in a fire team, try and leverage the kind of um, the multiplicative kind of power of being in a fire team that kind of uh, offsets their, their general weakness. Yeah, um, and 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 also with with Kapokalki, you have uh, yeah you have because of the middle uh, medium infantry, they're a bit more on the expensive side. So once you yeah. go, you, you you pick up your your cheaper troops like the Yan Yans or the motorized bounty hunter. But then you have to make sure that you don't end up with too many irregular units. Uh, yeah. So that your that, that your order pool is uh, quite depleted. Uh, yes, absolutely. You yeah. can. You can easily end up with quite a lot of irregulars. Um, if you want to take a Bastion Bazook, maybe you want to take a Beast Hunter, which I do quite often. Yeah. Um, you also want to take some Yan Yans. You could, if you were, if you were sort of slightly careless with your list building, you could easily end up with four or five irregulars. Um, and then if you've also got quite a slow moving pool of regular troops, you could find yourself in a bit of, bit of trouble. Just yeah. not necessarily being unable to kill stuff. You could probably do that. Um, you've got some really powerful guns, but it's just getting across the board, doing missions, getting getting things done in an efficient way um, from a from a mission standpoint can be a problem if yeah. you if you if you're a bit careless with your list building. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, list building is a thing. Uh, if you want to, yeah, yeah, you really have to tinker your calculus to uh, make it work that you don't have enough that you have enough of everything. Yes, definitely. Yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely the case. I mean, we we mentioned the Jambazan before as being quite good, and we can talk a little bit more about them. But I did mention that they are the only source of MSV uh, two uh, in the whole faction, and certainly, as we've mentioned, uh, Arslan is only one one guy, and he's quite expensive. You don't always want to take him, but you you typically, I find, I I need some amount of MSV, and they're all quite expensive and mm-hmm. relatively relatively. Uh, sort of weak from a from a dying perspective you know the one wound three yeah. arm is is okay but it's not it's not amazing and your regeneration is cool but you have to wait until the states phase for it to kick in um at which point you maybe your guy stands up maybe he doesn't and if he does stand up he's just standing there waiting to get shot again in there <laughs> in the your opponent's active turn so it, it can be good but it, it can also be uh you know uh, if you're not careful with them they can they can sort of backfire a little bit. Um, so yeah, those are the kind of, of weaknesses I would say. Sure. So yeah, we can, we can go over the units. So in our yeah. normal good, bad, and ugly fashion. Yeah. What's good? Um, yeah. Well, good. I think my when we when we spoke about this previously, my good list was a bit shorter than it probably is now. I I genuinely honestly think that all of the units in the faction can be good uh if you've got them in the right sort of configurations um and i I would like to sort of caveat i think i think what what you think is good in a faction is totally subjective right depending on your play style depending on the units that you like the models that you like can all like affect the way you think about things um but all that side all that said i think the number one, I think we start with the with the headline, the big boy, uh, is the Azrael. Yes. He is 
the best unit in the faction, I would say. Um, he does one thing, very specific thing, uh, yeah. but he does it incredibly well. Um, so, Special Deterrence Group Azrael are your S5, two wound, heavy infantry, uh, five armor, uh, BS only 13, that's the drawback, but boy, does it hit when it hits. Uh, well, they might I not. Sp- yeah, I, 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 I've fired at Feuerbach uh, a few times or got shot by it. If you hit, yeah. it's dead. <laughs> just, yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah, I was talking the other day with somebody online about, I think I, I was singing the praises of Capocalchi and I and I said, you know, the Azrael is just amazing. Like when you, if you hit something, it, it dies. And I can't remember who was talking and they went into into the um, dice calculator to see and they'd clearly not done it before because he posted up a picture of what the stats were and was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it really it really kills stuff so you're looking at a foyerback which is base at a damage 14 which is kind of good um but uh, the azrael get plus one damage uh and they also get bs attack continuous damage yeah and on the foyerback profile they get plus one burst so the, the unit by itself you have a burst three in active turn foyerback which is damage 15 continuous damage the shots that you can then put out with that is each shot is double action and AP. Uh, or you can go for, I think, explosive as well as the other option if you want to do. That's usually an AR, your AR option. Um, and then you put it in the Harris team where it gets another burst. So you're looking at burst four. It's like a sort of hyper HMG on steroids kind of weapon. Um, and when it hits, it just delete stuff it yeah, just goes if, away if like all all those four hits hit then you have eight saves to make uh so uh if you fail one of those rolls for your armor save it keeps burning with that uh yes. 15 ap strength um which is just yeah things are get deleted the yeah. uh, i've i've seen uh, whole tags uh, being dragged off the board in one go, um, and yeah, even even in ARO in a Harry's, then you get you can go for the explosive option, uh, two shots. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not something you want to try out from a distance. Like ah, oh, it has less shots. Let's see if I can win that fight. But because if you lose, yeah. man, yeah. you got you got three continuous or six continuous damage rolls to make yeah yeah i mean it's it's sort of easy to criticize the azrael for it's relatively not it's not low but kind of a little above average bs of 13 it has no vis mods no msv or anything uh so there are some targets in the wrong situation that it, it just won't be able to hit or will be yeah. hitting on ones um but the thing about it is that it because it hits so hard it becomes this like deterrent, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, if, if, if I'm bringing my tag forward or any valuable piece forward, you know, I probably will beat it. I probably will beat it with my BS 14, whatever, or 15, whatever. But if I miss or if they crit or whatever, then, oh shit, you're in big trouble. And that makes people think twice about yeah. approaching it. Because an Azrael um, can also take a hit because it's a two wound five armor unit. Yeah. So eight yeah, armor absolutely. in close co- in 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 uh, when it's in 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 cover. Yeah, uh, that's a uh, 
yeah. hitting it with a combi rifle, uh, it's uh, it's still uh, six, sixes to hit, to actually wound it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say the one real sort of actual weakness, I think the BS-13 is, is reasonable. Uh, and in a way, I think if it were more, it would actually be kind of oppressively good. Yeah. Um, but the, the BTS is relatively low. It's only three. Yeah. Uh, it is hackable as a, as a heavy infantry. So, you know, it is susceptible to hacking attacks. Um, that would be, I would not that I want to recommend anyone to try and beat uh, Kapukaki. We should all be letting them win. But um, yeah, if you want to take one out, probably hacking might be your better better choice if, if you have that as a, as an option, of course. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, uh, it's just a, it's just a super solid unit, and we haven't even mentioned the other Azrael profile, which is the AP oh, HMG. Yes. Same thing, you know, you've got you're actually looking at damage 16 HMG AP continuous, like again a ridiculous weapon. Um, and in a Harris, you've got burst five. Um, I think the 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 HMG is actually a, I would say a better piece if you want to run one solo. It's a little bit cheaper as well. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly, I found playing reinforcements, it's hard to fit everything in you want to fit in, of course, and you feel like you should be taking Asriel most of the time. So taking the HMG, which has the extra burst in uh, in active turn anyway, less of a of an ARO piece, but it still is kicking out a huge amount of damage. Um, and yeah, it, it's a it's a really nice solo piece that you can then send into the middle, maybe put it in suppressive fire, make it a real heavy roadblock um, if you get that opportunity, uh, which yeah. the foyerback can't can't do. That's one small drawback with the foyerback can't do things like suppressive fire. But um, yeah, both profiles actually on the first surface of it, you you might find you'll talk to one or two people and they'll be like, I prefer this one or that one. But I think they really have two different those you know complementary roles and, and now even if you really want to you can take two harrises a firebox or hmg <laughs> whatever in one list if you really want to um i have built that list i've never, never actually run it yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's it's one of those you kind of just imagine it of having these two on one and maybe one on each flank and you just go okay well what which which one shall i use today to do to do the damage um so yeah, there, there's a lot there's a lot to love with the Asriel, and uh, the model is super cool. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you can't buy them new anymore, uh, but if you pick one up secondhand, the, it's one of my favorite models in the entire um, entire Infinity catalog or back catalog, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess with reinforcements, we will eventually get a new one um, with a Spitfire and a and a heavy shotgun. Oh yeah, so those cool. are those are some crazy profiles as well. Man, yeah. Uh, um, uh, there's Sword Brethren, one of my uh, one of main uh, main uh, players, uh, Frederik Jan. Uh, he is now on his uh, Hakislam streak, and he used his Azrael, the AP Spitfire, and heavy shotgun to good good effect. They're both both have their uses, because uh, the AP Spitfire one is very good when you have uh, exclusion zone, so you have a bit of distance, um, and even then you can put it up as an as a very nasty ARO piece I have found out especially in the later <laughs> game when all the long range units are dead and you just yeah. I had this guy just standing there on a on a rooftop <laughs> shooting uh, strength 15 AP continuous damage shots my way uh, <laughs> you don't yeah. dare to, to, to you don't dare to kick the ball in B-pong that's for sure <laughs> no 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 quite right 
Um, and I even really like the heavy shotgun. So it's, you know, as you say, AP Spitfire, and then there's this heavy shotgun plus one burst profile. The 33 points, which I really like, the Spitfire is, is one S to be seen in 38. Yeah. Um, the heavy shotgun, that's the one I've actually used the most in reinforcements. And it's yeah. a really, it's just, it's maybe, I've heard a lot of people, you know, maybe the Spitfire is better, heavy shotgun, you're getting yourself close to hacking attacks and things like that. But, uh, it's yeah, just but fun. if you absolutely <laughs> want to delete something yes absolutely <laughs> if you're you know you can get yourself within eight inches of something which is maybe maybe it will hack you maybe it won't but you can plus six to your bs or you can template uh and you get three of those shots um yeah. again damage 15 continuous no strength 16 with the plus one damage six. Oh yeah uh, yeah sorry strength 16 yeah yeah. yeah, it's just a, it's just a completely deadly piece. Like it, it just kills stuff. Um, yeah. And and that's sort of the name of the game, you know. In yeah. some respect, uh, I know. Um, it's worse game... than it's 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 even worse than a bear pod, uh shotgun blast. Yeah. Because it has the continuous damage. Yeah, that's true. Sure. And it yeah. has the plus one burst. Yeah, that's a good point. Arr. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know this game is. You know, we we do have missions and we've got to go and press the button and all those things. Sometimes you want to burn stuff. Yeah. Sometimes you just have you have to kill stuff, right? That's yeah. one of the main features of this game is you got to shoot stuff, and, and there isn't many better at that than the Asriel. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. If you yeah, I, I play Kapukaku just to get just to play the Asriel because it's it's so much fun. Like it's not the best gun gunner in the in in the game uh, with accuracy and the MSV and not having MSV and such, but when it hits, it's just oh. Yeah, and that's the real delight of it. It's is yeah. the thing as you mentioned earlier on. You know, when you hit your four hits, you it doesn't always happen, but when you hit four times with the firebuck, um, you just it feels good. It feels good. Yeah. It feels good. And when someone has to roll uh, eight dice, yeah, uh, and every one that fails, they have to roll it again. Um, yeah, it just feels good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, this is this is the game operating as intended. Um, I'm shooting stuff, and it feels good. Yeah, <laughs> and I think even even getting hit by it, you're kind of you know it's it's kind of horrible on the one hand, but it's also so impressively destructive. Yeah. Kind of like, wow, look at all these dice I have to How roll. Many, yeah, Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I have to pick up all the dice that I've brought <laughs> and yeah. roll them twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, number one pick, Azrael is yep. good for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. I would say the next good um, is, again, uh, uh, the kind of other sort of perennial piece is the Yan Yan. Um, it's kind of at the other end of the scale, right? It's very cheap. Um, yeah. It is incredibly bad at shooting. Uh, in fact, most of the profiles have uh, don't even have like, oh, they have a pistol, but you know, chain rifle is the kind of main main shooting weapon that you would get. So you can't even really do face to face shooting with it. Yeah. Um, oh man, I've rolled on the booty chamber. Ah, oh, I got an HMG. Yeah, but yes. I, got, I cannot claim cover, and I'm shooting on BS10. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Yanyan's the 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 cheapest profile is eight points. Um, it has the booty skill, uh, which is cute. And yeah, I've rolled at the HMG in the past, and it was it was funny, <laughs> but it wasn't really effective <laughs> in any way. Um, they're impetuous, they're irregular, they have parachutist and combat jump at Fizz 11, which is a massive downgrade on their usual Fizz of 14. Um, yeah. 
And really what they're what they're about is they run in with a chain rifle. They also importantly have smoke grenades, uh, which is one of your only two sources of smoke in the faction, uh, despite one of your main units having MSV2. Um, you can take AP or DACC weapon and shock weapons and different things. But um, the main thing is Fizz 14, CC 22 um, yeah. and double action. So that's your kind of that's where you're where you're operating with this unit. Um, it's in normal movement for four arm zero, BTS zero, one wound. So it dies very easily, as you said, can't claim cover. Um, but you drop it in in a unguarded zone, unguarded at table edge, maybe. Um, and you just run in and, and cause as much havoc as you can. And it's eight yeah. points. So even if you kill like a single line trooper, you've already earned back your points uh, in with it. You know, you've, you've sort of traded up, even if you kill like a fusilier or something, you know. Um, so they're really good in that respect. Uh, and because they have smoke grenades, of course, you can deploy them from the air, but they're also really useful if you are going second or if you are leaning on your Jambazan for uh, for doing your gunfighting, then yeah. they're a really great smoke source. Very cheap. You use their impetuous order to throw some smoke out to then let your Jambazan go and do some work. Um, and they have chain rifles. Or you can, if you really want to splash out 14 points and take a boarding shotgun, um, then, you know, they're a great sort of corner guard as well uh, for your, in your deployment zone. Um, there's not a huge amount to say about them. They're very simple, but they are kind of the glue that holds the faction together in a lot of ways. Yeah, it has it has an attack role, supportive role, a forward role. You can, yeah, it's it's yeah, it can it can plug holes. It's it can yeah, be the cheapest. The it is the cheapest for day you ever gonna buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know you get booty. Sometimes you roll up something like arm four. Or, yeah. minus six. Oh, the Mimitus uh, minus six combination is really yeah. And then really and then fun. they're really fun because you go like, okay, I can pump some orders into these guys and yeah. uh, and really go to town. And uh, they they may well still die. Like you want to throw them at like core fire teams and stuff like that, and somebody is going to just shoot them. And all you have is a chain rifle. Um, but yeah, you don't massive. play them to survive a uh, a firefight. No. Absolutely not. If your if your Yanyans are alive at the end of the game, and I would usually recommend you take two, uh, a minimum of one, um, then they I don't know what you're doing because they should be dead by now. Either you made your all your armor safes, or you didn't. Yeah, use... your opponent must have been really unlucky, or you've been really lucky that they managed yeah. to survive. Yeah, yeah, Yanyans are great. Uh, and the models are great too. They've had some new models come out, and if you were lucky enough to get the Fat Yan Yan, um, the Noodle Box like, one, that was quite oh, a yeah. cool model as well. I, I dropped the Noodle Box one on your head. I got that one. Yeah. 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 They're cool. And this, yeah, the one he's really is quite heavy. It's only S2, but he's really heavy because there's so much metal <laughs> in it. Um, so it's quite a fun, fun little unit drop on. Um, and there's loads of versions of him actually, because there's also like a Defiance version where he has a fire axe. Uh, and like in the noodle box one, you, I use one where he's eating noodles. So I have yeah. Yan that's one of my HVTs as well. So um, yeah, you can't go wrong with the onions. They're great. That's great. Yeah. Next one on yeah. the list. Yeah. Um, next up, it, after these two, I would say it gets a little more 
uneven and a little more, I would say, debatable as to as to what you would consider good or not. Um, I think though. Yeah, the, 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 we 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 passed the mistakes. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, there's one more mistake. Um, All to right. be fair, uh, and that is the capsule unit. Um, yes. And they're not they're not like spectacular. They're they're a little. They sort of sit in a strange way in a similar kind of category to the Yan Yan. You need them. They're the glue that holds your faction together. They don't do a whole lot. They're not incredibly impressive, um, but they are super important. So the Hafsa is uh, is a line trooper, line infantry trooper. He's fairly yeah. basic. BS 12, Fizz 10, uh, Arm 2, one wound, no other skills. Uh, whip 14, and the 14 is is obviously typical for Hack Islam, um, but it's important because you're probably taking one as your lieutenant uh, or lieutenant. Um, they have the one thing that's unique about them really is that they have the hollow mask equipment. So you can disguise them as, as whatever you want, anything that's S2 anyway, uh, that's in your faction. Yeah. And coupled with that, they have they count as um, the given unit for most of your fire teams. So if you take a Gulan fire team, they count as Gulan. If you take a Kapokalki fire team, which is Odalisk Sekban, they count as both of those units. They count as Jambazans, they count as Janissaries. Um, so they they fit into into all of your kind of core Hack Islam fire teams, and they are very, very cheap. So the yeah. most expensive one is 22 points with a Spitfire from one SWC. Yeah. But if you're taking the left lieutenant, it's 15 points. Rifle light shotgun. It, yeah. So it doesn't really do anything, but if you want a Janissary core fire team or a Jambazan core fire team and you think these units are great. Like maybe I want my Jambazan AP sniper rifle uh, MSV2 for my AROPs or my Janissary missile launcher. But having a full team of those is really expensive. Well, that's great because you can take two Hafsa in your fire team uh, and make them, you know, at least a whole unit cheaper than they otherwise would be. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's their main their main function is to make fire teams cheaper. Um, but retaining all of the bonuses. So if you had a, a core team of, of Janissaries, which is which is what I take sometimes for ARO, you take one missile launcher, and then you take two Hafsa, and then maybe you take another Janissary, or you take something like Leila Sharif, who's a killer hacker to protect your Janissary missile launcher. Uh, and it will appear to be a, a pure or nearly pure fire team, so you get all of those kind of bonuses, um, but it's not. From an a, you know an effectiveness standpoint, two of your pieces are yeah. much weaker, but they give bonuses to all of the other pieces that are in your fighting, and that's kind of the key the key element. So they're this kind of the 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 fluff the background for them is that they're these kind of special um, officer trained officers, frontline officers. They're supposed to be very sort of inspirational and very competent combat leaders, um, but they have hollow masks to kind of protect themselves from snipers and other assassins. Um, but they they team up with their with their pals in a really great way. Um, so they're hard to criticize. They're very very important. Yeah, uh, I like them for that role. Yeah, and especially now um, uh, they with with, uh, with current fire team rules that yeah the, that they make them pure uh, is just a great asset to have uh, for for the cheapness that they bring. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I've also not many factions can a, do that. Yeah, 
No, no, exactly. And they also have a heavy rocket launcher profile um, for 17 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, one and a half SWC, that's as you would usually spend. Um, but that means you have this really, really handy little sort of pocket ARO piece. Yeah. Maybe you put it out at the start and you hide it as something that uh, has a different kind of weapon, maybe poor range bands, or maybe it, you, know, you hide it as something, you know, that's uh, inconspicuous. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I made it the work for once. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's People a, that's were a expecting great just a flash, and then all of a sudden, no, no, it's a whole missile. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so something like that is really good because the flash pulls, its best range is 24 inches. So your yeah. opponent rolls up and goes, okay, yeah, okay, I have to take out this this um, this war core. It's a bit of a chore, but I need to do it. So I'm going to take it in its bad range bands and blah, 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 blah. Well, turns out you have a heavy rocket launcher with HMG range bands, and oh no, you've burned to death. <laughs> that doesn't happen all the time. It's only BS12. It's only ARM2, so it's not something to rely on. But it's a really helpful little extra. Plus this, yeah, hit. plus plus the splash of the of the template. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, another I mean, yeah unit that's following or is close by uh, for a surprise yeah. uh, extra hit. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the amount of times I've seen my opponent will, you know, they'll move into position and go, oh, and I shoot this model, and you go, okay, I reveal. And I shoot two heavy rocket launcher shots at you, and they go. Uh, <laughs> they realize they've made an error, um, or you've you've you tricked them. Uh, I wouldn't say it's an error exactly, but you tricked them. Um, as I say, that the, the particularly the heavy rocket launcher, they don't often survive the whole game. Um, they sometimes don't even survive the first sort of face to face that they have to take part in. Yeah. Um, but they, as I say, because they are pure in most of the fire teams they can be in. You might still be shooting at BS 13 or 15, uh, yeah. and that's a, yeah a huge a huge benefit. Um, it's kind of like you have the you have the core fire teams of, of sort of basic line troopers. If you have a Gulam or a, or a Fusilier or whatever, yeah, they're kind of weak, but with all those extra bonuses in, they're always going to be a threat. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and as I say, they're they're incredibly cheap for what they what they bring. So yeah, Hafsas very good and very very important all right next good one on the list yeah um this one might be a little bit controversial but i am gonna say uh janissaries um long time listeners will will may remember that i actually said these they might have even said they were bad yeah, you said they were um, really, least, really least. bad. That, that people would should throw them away in, and <laughs> burn them. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure I went that far, but yes, <laughs> uh, I, I think I did say they were bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, massive props to Persian for um, putting me onto them. Uh, he introduced me to the idea of the Janissary missile launcher ARO. Uh, in a four-man core team. I just mentioned earlier on, talking about the Hafsa, you take two Hafsa, yeah. you take a Janissary missile launcher, and you take Leila Sharif, or you can take uh, Rama Murhani if you want to take a doctor. Um, and you have a super, super solid um, ARO. You have a Janissary, which is BS-14, Fizz-14, WIT-14, ARM-4, BTS-6, or two wounds. Yeah. They are incredibly solid. Um, heavy infantry with religious troop, which is important for an ARO piece. It means you can just keep standing there as long as you want to. Um, 
and uh, you're in a all man nearly pure or if you want to go for pure fire team so it might even be bs15 or even uh, 17 which yeah. is kind of cool um and you just post it up it's got six cents and uh yeah it can sit there and take hits all day i've had matches where that genissary is just is still there at the end of the game doing that aro blocking a fire lane offering you know two missile launcher shots to anyone who comes within sight um Yes, they can be smoked and sort of maneuvered past, but they are quite hard to outright kill. Yeah. Um, and and that's really important. And it, you can also take a quite cheap doctor in Rouhani, or if you really want to sort of dial back the points, just take a Gulan doctor by himself, sit him near the Janissary. You know, Janissary is probably going to be on a roof somewhere. Sit him on the roof a bit further back. And if the Janissary goes down, you just go over and pick him back up again. Um, so... They're one. They do have a drawback. You know, they don't have cubes, so you don't get a you don't get a re-roll from doctors, uh, which means that the Janissary doctor is probably the worst in terms of its own fire team, the worst doctor <laughs> in all of Hacker's Life, which is a real shame because it's Doctor Two Wounds. Um, yeah, it, it's like the perfect doctor for HI. You know, you wanna you wanna be picking up your Janissaries and they stand right back up exactly as they were, perfect. But Janissaries don't have cubes. Uh, they're not real people, apparently, <laughs> according to uh, CV and the bluff that they created, which is a real shame. Uh, they, if they had cubes, I think it would actually, because of that doctor skill, it would make them tons, tons better. Um, but I still think they are really good. Um, they're just they're just superior unit across the across the board. They get criticised one for lack of cube and two because they only have four four movement, um, and that is a little bit of a downer it, it sort of um dials into what i was saying earlier on about how the faction is a little bit slow that is supported with the janissaries but i don't think you actually need that much speed when your main gunfighting with janissaries is done with either a missile launcher or heavy heavy machine gun those yeah, are yeah, two yeah, kind of long-range weapons you don't need yeah. to get that close um they all all the other profiles have access to ap rifles and like shotguns you can take a tin bot as well minus three um the aforementioned doctor, if you really want to splash out in your lieutenant, you can take one of them, <laughs> Genesiria. I'm not sure why you would, as you've got Hafsa. But they're just super solid. Uh, and and I, I like taking them. The models are really cool as well. That's always an important consideration. Um, and they they just do they just do work. You know, everybody likes orcs. Everybody like you know, every faction has their own, like, basic HI. And I've heard a lot of people say, oh, it's just like a basic HI. So yeah, okay, maybe it is. But if if basic means BS fourteen, Fizz fourteen, Whip fourteen, <laughs> yeah. you know, if, if that's what basic means, then make all my units basic, please. I'll have all of those like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, um, I, I really like the Janissaries. I really like uh, an HMG Harris team. Uh, you take the HMG and you can either go, you know, go sort of really heavy on the Janissaries and take a Doctor and a Tin Bot unit and the hmg and really goes town or you yeah. can really cheapen it out with some uh wild cards you've always got Rahani, you've always got uh lena sharif uh and a number of other wild card units which we can get into um yeah janissaries i love them everyone should use them that's my opinion <laughs> yeah this just yeah I've, I've seen it with other two wound heavy armored missile launchers is that they can take this artrician and once they hit you, 
it's just like the Azrael. It's yeah, three explosive hits. Uh, there's not much that come ba- comes back from that. No, no, exactly. Yeah, they're really, really, really solid. Um, and, and following on from that, the other, other, other heavy, heavy infantry that you get in. Um, actually, no, we'll wait. I'll save those for ugly because I think I think they are good, but there's some downsides to that. So I was going to mention mobile regard. We can come to those later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, the good units. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fiddler is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. She, I mean, she's in a lot of factions, but she's super, super important for Kapokalki. The aforementioned slowness is somewhat uh, handled with her. She's six four move, so she gets quick. She's got these two jack, one or two jackbots, which are really useful on defense and attack. Um, specialist, so she can run and do stuff. She tough-ish with no wounding cap and, and shock immunity. Um, also kind of hard to hit with dodge plus three is uh, giving you a visit 15 for dodging. Um, yeah, I really like I really like Fiddler a lot. Yeah, even the FTO option to put in any of the link themes. Yeah, although that's a shame. One of the drawbacks is she doesn't have any, any fire team options. You, oh, you take, no. Ah. You can take her without without the yeah. jackpots in, as, a, as the FTO version, but she can't link with any of the fire teams, which is a real shame. It would have yeah. been nice to see her be able to join up with one or one or two of the other fire teams. Um, yeah, unfortunately but unfortunately not. Yeah, pretty solid with the with the bots, the bots that can be used as yeah, throw in and then do some continuous damage, falcon shotgun hits. Uh, yeah, maybe a good, yeah, good mean, effect. Yeah, you can really when, prepare an assault. Well, if you first throw in a draw bear, then come around yeah. the corner with. Uh, uh, with the Vulcan shotgun and just have the mine explode, the Vulcan shotgun laying a template or a shot. Uh, yeah, yeah you, you're putting your opponent in some hard choices. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she's not just fast, but she's also super mobile with climbing plus, or if yeah. you take the FTR version with super jump. Um, yeah, she's. Uh, I would say, well, for a period of time, she was a really, really important piece to me, and she found a way into almost all of my lists. Um, there was when when Kapukalki went from having two Harry's teams to not having two Harry's teams again. Um, some of us kind of uh, there's a handful of us online who are kind of long long term fans of the faction and and uh, uh, an is a guy who I've talked with quite a lot. He's on the on the big Infinity Discord. Um, he said, "Oh well, it's okay. We've lost our Harris, but we have Fiddler, who's the other Harris. You know, she's our second Harris team." Because uh, she has those jackpots, you know, she has three pieces that all move at once. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she she's incredibly flexible uh, and effective. Uh, and now she's the third spot. Harris. So yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's official. <laughs> Kopukalki is Toha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I, there's not a huge amount to say about her really. She's just good. Um, she turns up in lot. She's good in CC as well with plus one attack, uh, plus one burst on a CC attack. Um, so uh, yeah, just just solid, very solid, um, and and really useful. A great a great quick specialist for when you really need to get somewhere yeah. push a button. And then maybe also sit on that objective and defend it, which you can also do pretty well with the jackpots. Sure. Yeah. Um, and another good unit. I haven't heard about much about the 
the new units that have come in. Do they well, do they come in for to being good units? I think they do. Yeah, I'm still weighing up exactly how to use them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, I think they are both good units. Um, I was going to do one other one, which also is a good one that I need to do. But um, yeah, we can start with those ones because I think I think they are worth talking about and they are both good. Yeah. Um, you have the Corsair, Corsairs at the gate, a uh, new unit. This is light infantry um, and it's uh, relatively quick with 6-2, which is nice. Um, and this is kind of your link filler unit and corner guard unit that's regular. Um, it's got CC 21, which is really nice. And mm-hmm. CC attack minus three, and it's got natural born warrior. So yeah. you have this kind of little, little package. It's not super good at hitting, like it's rarely going to crit, um, like some obviously CC specialists can crit very easily. Um, but it makes it very hard for your opponent to hit you. So it's a, a bit of a target unit uh, in that respect. Yeah, especially um, to shut just, down other close combat units with, with knocking out their exactly. martial artists. Uh, Exactly, exactly. But it's giving them a minus three skill. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So that's a really nice extra skill. So it sort of sits outside of martial arts. It it still affects, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't get negated by a natural born warrior. It just will always be uh, imposing that minus three. So if you've got like a quite good CC unit that maybe has CC 23 or 24 or maybe around 22, you know, they might have have, uh, martial arts on top of that. All of that stuff gets taken away. And it makes the fight a lot more even. Um, so they are they're really solid. You can take two of them. So a nice little fire team you can create with Kaplans and maybe take a Kaplan Spitfire maybe, um, or rocket launcher, um, or even a sniper rifle. That's the Kaplans which we might get onto later. They have the, the your one source of um, multi sniper weapons or multi weaponry, multi sniper anyway. Um, and yeah, you, you throw in a couple of cheap core sounds. The cheapest one is 13 points. Uh, and they plus have... two burst chain rifle. Yeah, chain rifle plus two burst. Uh, so uh, you're getting shots. in a fire team, you're getting four, four shots, shots in a fire in a fire team. Um, yeah, there was uh, there's a every now and again you see jokes online um, about the release video that CB did with uh, on tabletop. Where the the commentator on tabletop was saying they just put out a fan of damage, and he kept saying it. It's a fan of damage, uh, <laughs> but he wasn't wrong. It, it is. It is. I mean, if you think how big the chain rifle big template <laughs> is, and you can put four of them down, like you can actually really cover like a huge amount of table. Uh, <laughs> with your um, so yeah, yeah, it was a funny turn of phrase, but it's uh, it's completely true. Um, they also have climbing plus and courage and dodge plus two inches uh, and terrain zero g. So they've got quite they're quite mobile. Um, having said that, the first sure. very mobile. This guy, this is kind of new. Extremely mobile, mobile, yeah. Yeah, uh, Fizz thirteen. So they're hit relatively hard. Um, otherwise, they're not they're pretty unspectacular. The BS is only eleven, arms only one. Uh, they will die pretty easily. That's kind of their job. They're they're a bit like a sort of regular version of the Yan Yan that you can throw in a fire team. Um, they'll go and they'll they'll mess people up and they'll throw down templates and they'll get into CC fights. Um, they might not always win, 
but they're definitely going to give trouble to your opponent uh, for yeah. a relatively small investment on your on your part. Yeah, so, yeah, they're really cool. Potential lot of damage and the other profiles. Yeah, the, the yeah the light shotgun one with the plus one damage is maybe. Why didn't they give it a heavy shotgun or uh, just a boarding shotgun? Yeah. Did <laughs> they yeah. really yeah. didn't want the unit to have an AP shot? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit odd on that one. But then you yeah. can also there's also a submachine gun option. Yeah. So if you, uh, with if the plus one, one burst grenades. So. Yeah, I actually that really guy like throws that a bandolier at your head. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. I hope that they model when the model comes out. I hope they can do one that's like carrying, as you said, like a bandolier full of grenades, just loose, ready <laughs> yeah. to throw all of them at once. I would really love that. Um, yeah, they're um, or maybe like <laughs> one with with three chain rifles somehow. Yeah. All the ones. <laughs> it's, it's like. <laughs> Uh, the one guy, from, uh, Zorro from uh, One Piece. So, like, two in the hands and one chain rifle in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a lot, Why do a you lot have of... three chain rifles? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my fighting style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can never have enough stuff. chain rifles, my lad. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, they're they're really cool, and I'm I'm looking forward to the model on that. The the badge, the unit badge that they that uh, Carlos Bostria he draws he draws the, the unit badges. I think he's he's done a good job on that one because it's kind of like his cool yeah. skull with crossed swords uh, looks suitably uh, piratey. So yeah, they're really yeah. cool, um, and I think they will prove to be they they already are proving to be a fairly regular inclusion for me. Because yeah. I also love Kaplans, and they can fight team with Kaplans. So any excuse to take them, um, it's always good for me. Um, but uh, the other good unit is the Vertuk, the other new unit. Uh, and they are really good as well. Space Engineering Regiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of, um, I don't know, it's, I feels like a slightly weird concept, but I'm I'm totally here for it. Like, it's, it's really cool. Um, Again, a little slow, 4-4 four, four move only, uh, BS-12, FIS-12, WIC-14 engineer, which is kind of cool, yeah. armor-3, BTS-6, uh, one wound, but no wounding cap and shock immune, so basically yeah, two wounds. Yeah, technically two, yeah. Yeah, um, and they're also immune to continuous damage, and ah, they have mimetism. They got into Mine fights with Azraels and we're, we're done with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're kind of like it's funny because I, I I've teamed up the the Burtuk is is good. Uh, we can go a little more into the profile, but they also uh, sort of count their their wild cards and they count as uh, Sekban, which are these kind of unit that um, can go into pretty much any fire team. Um, and so I've been throwing throwing one in with an Asriel in an Asriel fire team. It makes your Asriel fire team more expensive. Yeah. But then if you're taking the Asriel with an engineer and a doctor. Like, okay, well, anything you throw at me, I can yeah. I can solve, um, which is really cool. And the Burtuk, it, yeah. in its own right, is is a really solid piece. So it's kind of like, yeah, nice little team. But they are a little bit pricey, you know, all that, all those cool skills, and also some really nice profile, really nice weapon loadouts. They all cost uh, cost points. So the cheapest and probably the most common one, the one that I use most often, is twenty seven points. Uh, and it gets a submachine gun, AP mines, D charges, and a heavy flamethrower plus one burst. 
So, yeah, they're just they're, it's a great little selection of kit that they can take into basically any any engagement, any sort of close range engagement. Um, uh, and set, you know, setting a little traps and stuff with the mines. Uh, um, I'm, I really, really like these guys a lot. Yeah, but also the one, if you don't want to go flamers, you can get the email rod one, which is very nasty for anything. Uh, uh, heavy infantry or uh, yeah. boat with the, just having some uh, two or in a link team three uh, EM blasts uh, up uh, against you. That's yeah, that can lock something down. That's yeah, absolutely. Feel the isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the other good. So you, you can you can you can sort of pick your poison, can't you? You can go for the EM. Yeah. If you if you're playing in a meta that has a lot of heavy infantry or tags or whatever, then you want to take that one. Maybe if you're playing more um, Ariadna and, and Akazama and people like that, then you maybe you take the heavy flamethrower instead. That's gonna you know definitely do or have a better chance of doing some damage anyway. Um, yeah. And but they also have a couple of other profiles which I really like and I, I really yeah, want to use, but I'm not sure how to yet. <laughs> I, I really, um, yeah, the, the 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 expensive one, the 31 with a uh, half SWC, gives you a light yeah. rocket launcher with plus one damage. So in a link yeah. team, you get three shots. Uh, yeah. So that can three be... Three shots, template, continuous yeah. damage, damage 14, right? Yeah. At like Spitfire ranges. That feels like a nice little, nice little sort of specialist gunfighter that you can have in a Harris team. Um, the problem such as it is is that you know the you have so many other good sort of lead gunfighters you're taking your asrael and you're taking your janissary yeah. or you're taking something else or janissary where your burtok is you know it's a specialist so it's sort of doing a backup role but it also has mimetism and it also has this light rocket launch profile so it's kind of like maybe i want to have it as a leader maybe I also should yeah be or, or, or as an aeropis yeah yeah yeah, it's a really as Once I said, you're marching I, up, I, yeah, keep that mid range covered. Yeah. 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 I, I have I, as I say, I've I've not I've not actually gotten to use it sort of actively. It's been this support piece, this rather expensive but good and solid support piece. You know, you go in, you know, if you take your Azrael or, or a Janissary or something, and you can go with this uh, engineer attached and you can feel very confident that it's gonna one, it's gonna fix the problems that it might encounter, like hackers or whatever. And the other thing is, it, it's got tons of weapons and equipment that's going to, yeah. you know, it, it can defend from rain, it can defend close in, you've got templates, you've got mines, it's got decharges, so you can do those kind of specialist, um, uh, uh, you know, missions, uh, <laughs> uh, classified missions, or other. Um, so, yeah, a really, a really solid unit. Um, yeah, it reminds me of, of, of some units that are just, yeah, they're exp you're expensive, so in the first case, you're like, ah, this... This one I will drop off to scrape off points, but once you get them in the field and you have this plethora of of, of weaponry that you can use uh, at the right moment, like oh your 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 main gunfighter has dropped dead, but still you have this light rock launcher that you can use, or uh, you feel a bit vulnerable where you moved your your units. Well, let's set this one up as an ARO as well and cover yourself while you're uh, moving up uh, across the field. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nice so they're really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, and I, I look forward to particularly using the light rocket launcher. Um, but even if that profile wasn't there, it would still it would still be in my good category. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
mainly down to the flamethrower and the Emirat profile. There's a boarding shotgun Panzerfaust profile, which is also good. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you've got the sort of close range template and shot thing combined in the boarding shotgun, which uh, CB seems to really like. They seem to rate the boarding shotgun very highly. Um, yeah. Because they're always quite expensive. Um, and, but it's also a very solid profile. I'd be probably less likely to take it than any of the other three. Um, but, uh, you know, it would still still worth trying. Right. The, other, the other ones are a bit more diverse. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Juicy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm nearly done with um, the good. I would say the one there is one last out-and-out good unit, um, which, again, you pretty much always need one uh, in your Kappa Calculus, and that is Al-Hawa unit. Um, your yeah. one skirmisher. Uh, you can take three of them, so you're not sort of limited uh, in ways that you know maybe you would be in, in vanilla where you can only take one. Um, but they're really they're really super important. Your the your one camo unit, the your one kind of forward deployed uh, specialist. So the aforementioned slowness, that's their job is to is to mitigate that um, on missions, of course, where you can forward deploy. Um, You've got a number of different a number of different uh, profiles, and actually they they took a little bit of an update. Yeah, they tweaked the, it. Uh, they tweaked it. Yeah. 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 For the better, uh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. The the stat line is not great, really. BS 11, Fizz 11, on um, one one wound, CC 14, move 44. Like they're yeah, they're they're, they're this cheap cheap infiltrator. Uh, Super cheap infiltrator. Yeah, yeah going they're in no there good. with their pajamas on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but they come obviously with camouflage, infiltration, min minus three, stealth, surprise attack minus three, and terrain total. So it's a pretty sort of standard basic package for uh yeah. for a, um, a camouflage infiltrator specialist um but their profiles are really really tidy um they had previously a hacker observer and a mine layer with sniper, sniper rifle. rifle yeah yeah and i used to really like the sniper rifle they've taken it away cb took away the sniper rifle in their wisdom so with two new profiles so you get instead the mine layer but instead you get shock marksman rifle or you can take yeah. a submachine gun and a grenade launcher. Um yeah. and shock marksman rifle is is probably yeah the sniper rifle you have this yeah you can move yeah because of the infiltration you're you're placed forward but the sniper rifle is actually for long range so yeah, yeah you end up either putting them on the flanks or in your deployment so anywho to make good yeah. use of the the range but the shock yeah. marksman rifle still a range a uh, full weapon, but has some better range bands uh, up close uh, and some Indeed. extra burst. Yeah. When you're yeah. I mean, with that BS11, you sort of really need it as well. Yeah. Um, I did. I, I did. As I said, I used to like the, the sniper rifle. I liked deploying on a flank and kind of getting those cross cross table shots um, and really putting people at a massive disadvantage. You know, when you you're stacking surprise and mimetism and cover and range. Um, yeah, it means that like BS11 for your own such a bad thing. Yeah. yeah, you make it for your own weaknesses, and and means sometimes they can't even be hit. Ah, um, you're you're but, hitting on 11s, yeah, but you're hitting on two, so. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that, I really liked that, but I can see why they took it away, and I'm and I'm quite happy with the the two new profiles. 
Um, and the, the other 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 new profile is a, is one that I think had been missing from the unit for quite a while, which was the killer hacker. So mm. we, we've always had a hacker, regular hacker, and they are very good. Um, but the killer hacker really adds an extra dimension to the to the profiles to the unit. Yeah, yeah. The um, Al Hawa was a pre pre killer hacker profile that still because of the whole out of catalog being uh, which Kapukaki has been for a long time. Uh, yeah, they, they the the profile wasn't updated to go to the new hacker standards, but now having a killer hacker that's that's huge. Yeah, yeah, it just it just frees you up a lot more. Like if you yeah. if you have a mission where you have a hacker bonus for pushing a button, you don't have to take a standard hacker, which is more expensive and susceptible to other killer yeah. hackers. Um, you know, having being able to take a killer hacker instead just means it, it just makes them that little bit more. Makes him a little bit more of a threat. Um, they both hacking profiles still only have boarding shotguns, um, which I'm not the biggest fan of. But um, you know, it is what it is. You're not really taking them for the gunfighting abilities, to be honest. No, you no, are no. Taking them because you need someone to push a button uh, and do something. Um, and and also it means that because you can take three of them, if you play sort of go slightly meme and and sort of pack the midfield with camera markers. You could take three mine layers uh, and yeah, beast hunter, yeah. and then you've got seven, <laughs> seven yeah. camera markers, which is you know it's not pack markers, but it's uh, it's not bad, and it's not they're not too expensive for doing that either. Um, I've never taken that many, but I've taken a couple, uh, you know, just to really play a few games because it's it's not the first thing you think of when you think of capicality that they would bring a lot of camo but you you are now able to do that a little better uh, and more effectively like obviously you could do it before with the sniper rifle but then you've got tons of on the table and not yeah. a lot to do with them whereas now you've got the smg and the and the shock marks rifle yeah um and i even quite like the grenade launcher and when i first read that profile i thought what the hell grenade launcher why would you launch on a bs11 uh you know profile i've come round to the idea the smg is is fine and, and a useful little tool i think the grenade launcher is quite cute because if you usually i find that i'm putting this unit into the second uh, combat group um sometimes you can cover for the fact that, that one of them is a mine if you're playing against someone who's not paying attention um and if you have you know got orders left over and maybe there's a something going on you could just sort of Love a grenade, grenade some, yeah, yeah. Love a grenade. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be hitting on high numbers, but you know, if you've got nothing better to do with your order, then it's quite a handy little tool. Um, and you know, it might be quite good. You know, if you're having to take an ARO from distance, um, then your grenade launcher is going to be probably better at hitting than your submachine gun, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it has a template, so it's it's a little bit more of a threat. It's kind of, it's just, it's not amazing, but it's a cute little addition, which I think is uh, is nice nice thing um but yeah as i said before you're not taking how to to shoot stuff they can do no, it that's not their you're role taking, that's <laughs> no, you're taking them to push buttons charges yeah. blow stuff up uh, and do classified objectives when you, when you have to start shooting with your alawas probably means that your Ezreal and your genissaries are already <laughs> dead exactly. and your fiddler has gone out <laughs> now it's the exactly. alawas turn to take over yeah, yeah completely completely yeah, so I think that is the end of the straight up good profile. Yeah. Um, 
There are... Yeah, I'll add actually one more. Just the final one, which is the Beast Hunter. Uh, this is a profile which exists in tons of factions. Um, but in Capricalchi, I find it's really helpful. Particularly the fire team option version, the mine layer. Um, the, the camera versions are good as well. But the fire team option, which can't go in any fire teams, annoyingly. Um, it's kind of frustrating. I also play White Company, where you can take Kaplans, and they can take Beast Hunters in the Kaplan fire team. But they can't take Beast Hunters in a Kaplan fire team in Capricalki, which is kind of annoying. But anyway, um, the, the FTO version with Mine Layer is just a really helpful, very cheap uh, ARO unit. Um, yeah. It's nine points, and it has Minutism, BS11, nothing special, religious. Um, those are the kind of key elements uh, for that job. And it has Panzerfaust and AP Mines. So you can, you, you basically have just a, a really easy, cheap throwaway, one or two shots uh, unit that will protect your DZ, also with a heavy flamethrower and a mark. So I find that I usually will put it near to wherever my core team, which usually has my lieutenant in it, or in front of some, if, if I'm going against someone, I know they're going to maybe target my Azrael, or there's some other unit that is key to doing the mission, I'm going to put the Beast Hunter near them, the extra bit of ablative defense. So yeah, that, that they have yeah. to deal with uh, with the Beast Hunter first before they get to the real juicy exactly. part. Yeah. And even if they, you know, they kill the Beast Hunter maybe in one or two or three orders, but there's still also a mine there as well. So if they, yeah. if they wanted to come closer to the, to the DZ, then you know they've got a they've got a little bit of a problem. It's just adding that extra level. And again, it's not a, a really super outstanding profile unit, but I find it a very important one for just increasing the survivability of my faction and, and especially when going second. Um, yeah, it, it's a very a very helpful bit. And then yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the the other camo ones are also handy um, for for doing midfield camo stuff. Um, <laughs> but they are I, I, I rarely take those to be honest. It's the it's the cheaper one that I find is very useful. Yeah, I also may, I mostly end up with the cheaper one. I want to buy the one that I want to do midfield, but sometimes the points is just like ah fitting the nine point dude who can yeah. who can play deployment zone defender. Yeah, that's nice yeah. to have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's as I say, it's not it's sort of not exciting and I feel a little bit silly putting it in the good category but it is just good it's just a yeah. good efficient uh sort of road bump, uh, speed bump whatever. yeah yeah so yeah that is uh the end of the good there are one or two others that i i could conceivably include in it but i i think they're the real highlights yeah um yeah so bad then bad as, as i said before the bad ones, I don't think there's any like out and out bad units. Um, I, I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with me. Um, I think under pressure, under pressure to conform to the format, I would say the Bashi Bazook is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just can't get a tune out of it. I feel like it should be good, and maybe maybe it really belongs in ugly. Um, but I, I, I just, it, it never finds its way into my list. It fits in this weird position where it competes with the Yan Yan, but it's more expensive 
uh, it's less good at a lot of the things that you want your sort of cheap irregular paratrooper to do um, it kind of has these slightly premium skills so it's uh, move for four bs11 fizz 10 whip 12 arm two one wound bts zero so you're very very basic kind of profile but it comes with hollow mask and hollow projector i mean probably most people are familiar with this because they you can get them in the its packet you, you know various you can have it as an extra yeah. in this season um they have but the, you know hollow mask hollow projector surprise attack and then they've got like a specialist profile and a few interesting weapons you could say like an ap rifle or em mines um and there's the ap1 even has a break pistol plus one burst which is kind of cute but yeah. they're all like the better ones are all 15, 14, 15 points. The cheapest is 12 with SMG and a chain colt. And I find that you bring it on the field and, you you know, you, in Capricalchi anyway, you're going to come onto the field because there's nothing it can really, it can holo mask as a yan-yan, but that's not really a benefit to you. I mean, yeah. maybe you could say, okay, I've only got this uh, chain rifle, but then I'm not rolling booty. So you're probably going to guess then that it's not, not a yan-yan. Um, so you come on with your hollow projector, maybe you hollow mask as a different profile. So you pretend you have a submachine gun, but you actually have a rifle. So you have a bit more range, maybe, uh, and you impose surprise attack minus three, but you're still only hitting on at best 11s. Um, yeah. and once that's gone, you're, it's, you're stuck there. You know, you're, you're kind of slow. And but because you're a few more points, it doesn't feel quite so disposable. You, know, you can take the special. It's kind of like it's sort of too cheap to be good and it's too expensive to be yeah. cheap, if you know what I mean. Yeah. The ITS one uh, can be nice in other factions, like I've seen it used as, well, um, uh, you're playing against uh, Steel Phalanx and uh, there are two Achilles on the board. Uh, which one is it? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and I mean, uh, you can definitely do that with it, right? I mean, yeah. that that's a perfectly valid way to to use it, just to purely as a hollow mask kind of cover yeah. for your for something else. But I mean, it's not doing the job for your lieutenant because your lieutenant already has hollow mask. So yeah, okay, I don't need I don't need someone to pretend to be my lieutenant because my lieutenant can pretend to be someone else. And then. My, yeah, my 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 experience with it is it's the BS11. It's not gunfighty enough. Uh, so you have these AP rifles and submachine guns, but it doesn't hit that strong. Uh, so you're gonna rely mostly on the chain colt or the boarding shelter gun. But at that point, why not go for Yan Yan who also throws in the chain rifle of uh, that exactly. caliber of strength and just be a throwaway unit yeah exactly i think the em mine one maybe has some some good use yeah um if you can if you can bring it on the table and then sort of get it into a good position set out a yeah. mine you know do a mine for opponent or, attack on the flank moved a bit too far yeah. then the parachutist comes on lays an em mine in his back yeah absolutely yeah, but again, all, all these things feel really conditional. It's like, okay, yeah, you, have you to could re- do this, yeah. could do that. You could, you could, it could be really cool if if you get the, the table right was right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And stars and align. Like, yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. that. 
that's very appealing, right? And also the models yeah. are pretty cool. Like they, there's two Bashi Bazook models out there that you can you can buy. Um, but I mostly see them like uh, proxying as a Yan Yan or as a, some other kind of unit um, because they they just don't quite do what what you what they seem to be intended to do. Yeah. Um, and they rely so much on the conditions of the battlefield. Like with a Yan Yan, you can throw him on anywhere. Um, you know, you, you can keep him in your deployment zone, and he's going to, as I said before, provide smoke. He's going to do so many things for you, just just sort of for free. You don't have to think too hard about using it. But yeah. With the Bashi Bazook, not only do you have to have all the stars aligned, but you then also have to be quite careful with it and yeah. make it really and apply it in a really specific way. Um, so yeah, it's it's a, a challenging piece. Um, I, I'm I'm sort of want to be proven wrong, but I, I can say nothing more than I think it's probably yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah, friends of mine uh, tried to like, all right, you have the hollow projector, so you could maybe land somewhere where people can see all three, and then they have to guess. Uh, yeah. But if they guess correct, then all your your plan falls short. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned the ITS version being kind of useful, but in ITS it's free, right? When you take yeah. the ITS one. If I'm taking the Bashi Bazook, which is sort of native to Capacalki, I'm paying points for that. Yeah. And it's taking up a slot in my army, um, which could otherwise be spent on something else. Yeah. Can either be so, a yeah. super young young or something else. Yeah. 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 So a bit of a shame that one, but yeah, bad. Um, and the other undoubtedly bad unit in um, in Capacalki is the Corregidor Alguaciles. Alguaciles. Um, they are just completely useless. Uh, <laughs> they serve. They serve. Nomads are useless. Mu- you heard it first. You. <laughs> I really like Corregidor as a faction. I think <laughs> Argosils are fine. Uh, in Corregidor, they're fine. Yeah. But like in Capacalki, they're really pointless. Before the fire team changes, way back when, which is now a while ago, they used to count as gulams for fire team composition. Yeah. So then there was like a purpose to something like the SWC weapons, where you they yeah. take the multi-sniper rifle that they can get, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then they, you know, if you take a pure Gulan fire team, you're up to BS14 uh, with six sets and everything else, um, and they're a little bit cheaper. So you're you're kind of like, okay, I could take a missile launcher and save a couple of points. So I can take an HMG and save a couple of points on my Gulan version. And still have all the Gulen benefits of being in a Gulen fire team, of being in a pure fire team. But otherwise, now that that's in fact not the case, you can no longer do that because the fire team rules have changed. They serve utterly no purpose. They break the purity of a Gulen fire team, which you're rarely taking anyway. Um, yeah. And they're just less good. Um, like the SWC weapons are cheaper, but then they're reducing. They, you know, you're losing your fighting bonuses, and the specialists. Are, are worse. They have whip 13 instead of whip 14. So your hacker, your forward observer, and the Alguacil only has a paramedic, whereas yeah. Lums have one of the best doctors like in the game, points yeah. for points, one of the best doctors in the game. Like, why am I taking any of these profiles? Yeah. There is literally I can bring no a reason. dude with light shot gun with 14. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Gulams all have light shotguns as well. So yeah. you're like, okay, I could take a combi rifle or I can take a rifle light shotgun. Mm this is not a question that i need to answer it's it's a no-brainer um so yeah argo seals 
I, I kind of I like the new models and I kind of like the fluff of them and stuff, but in Kappa Kalki, pointless, completely pointless. No reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other bad units. I don't want to say there are any other bad units. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling a kind of I can hear all the other people online in my head complaining about various different units uh, and saying that they're bad, but I'm I'm actually gonna say no. That, <laughs> those there's only two I would say out and out bad units that I think I would n- I never want to take. Yeah. I, I would I I want to be able to take the Bashi Bazook, but I just can't justify it. And Algo Seals are just pointless. Yeah. Um all the other units which I'm sure there's one or two people listening going like, Oh, why are you not saying this is bad or that is bad? I think they are ugly in that they, they can be good, they have some really good like use cases, um, but they're not like consistently excellent like um the good units that I've mentioned already. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So maybe maybe it's, no, maybe it's time to move on to ugly. Yeah, let's move on to the ugly. Okay. Um, and the first the first unit in ugly that I want to I want to go for, uh, which many would say go deserving deserves to be in the bad, is the iguana uh, squadron tag. Um, I love I love this unit. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. I love it so much. I love the model. I love the idea. I love everything that it does. Um, it's totally idiotic, <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't help myself. And it, and on occasion, I've had it work out really nicely. So Iguana for for uninitiated is uh, is a tag. It's a a Corregidor tag. It's pretty old nowadays. Uh, it's a cool model. It's, it's a cool uh, model. Yeah. It's one of the coolest looking tags actually. It's sort of standing yeah. there pointing at whoever it's supposed to be. It killing has against. some. Yeah, it has a certain machismo. Uh, yeah. Just uh, being there, from, you're in my next target. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, it's it's solid. You know, move yeah. six four, BS fourteen, uh, arm six, BTS six, and the main thing that everyone says is bad is it has only two structure. Yeah. However, however, it has uh, a particular special rule, which is the escape system rule, um, where when the tag goes to zero wounds. Uh, a smoke template gets placed down on it um, where the tag was. And under that smoke template, you also place the Iguana Operator, who is a BS-12, BIS-12, ARM-3, BTS-3, two-wound HMG-carrying heavy infantry. So, yeah. And he also retains his tactical awareness order. Yeah. So it's kind of a four-wound tag? Kind of? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, it would it's not have been nice tag. if the pilot also was a specialist like the other pilots that, that that's are out true. There. But 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 the, the pilot does get an HMG, which none of those other specialists it's get. It's pretty solid, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's not spectacular. Like it's only ARM three, BTS three, and BS BS twelve, so it's not gonna like change the world. But what the iguana really is good at, and there's a bunch of other rules. That, you know, it's got ECM, various different things. It's also a repeater, which is kind of cute. Uh, it has a heavy heavy flamethrower and an HMG with the usual plus one BS attack um, on it, and so it's a, you know has a sort of standard tag package. What I've had success with it is you take it and it's 65 points, which is not cheap, but it's certainly not like breaking the bank. No, 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 and, especially compared to the other Armor Eight uh, tags that are 
Yeah. Yeah. At least yeah, I mean, more. You, yeah. Exactly. You can spend 20 points more easily. And yeah, you get a better tag. But yeah. there's something quite good about the slight disposability of the iguana. You run it forward. Uh, it is a repeater, so maybe you can get into range of someone. You sort of have to withstand. With all those Alhawa uh, hackers, a killer hacker. Yeah, exactly. So you, you might have to withstand the kind of hacking attack that it might receive um, if it gets in range of a hacker. But maybe you go into range of like a killer hacker. Maybe Bit and Kiss are on the table and they're hiding behind a building. And you run up and you can get yourself into repeater range. And then you can use your killer hackers to kill her. Something like that. That's uh, totally off the top of my head. That's maybe slightly unrealistic. But, you know, there's a, there's a use case for it, for the repeater in that respect. And because it has the repeater, because it has this uh, escape system rule, um, it is also ECM hacker minus three and ECM guided minus six. So, you know, it's not the easiest thing to hack. Yeah. You run it up, you maybe kill a few things with the HMG, you get close with your heavy flamethrower, maybe you heavy flamethrower some stuff. You lose a couple of AROs, uh, it blows up, and yeah. your smoke template goes down, and your guy hops out. And at that point, you have this guy. He has his own tactical awareness order, don't forget. So then he's sitting in a smoke cloud. Probably he's in cover because you should have put your tag in cover to begin with. And then you go, okay, I'm going to use that order. I'm going to put him in suppressive fire, maybe on the edge of your deployment zone or maybe in your deployment zone or somewhere inconvenient um and he's in smoke so you can't maybe unless they've got msv they're not going to have to do anything about it um and then when your turn is over the smoke clears and they have a problem that they have to deal with in their own table half um that's that's a really it's it's unusual and it does take a little bit of sort of thought and finesse to kind of make that work but it definitely can work uh and is and is a it's an unusual and kind of unexpected way to to leverage this kind of unit. Yeah. Um, and the other quite nice thing about it is you can in uh, like quadrant quadrant control and other zone control missions, the operator counts for the same amount of points as the tag does. So if you run forward into the opponent's quadrant and maybe you climb up onto a roof of a building, you take a bunch of arrows, the tag explodes. But your operator uh, lands on the roof of the building. He goes prone and he costs 65 points in a zone. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, great, great use of that tag. Um, you know, there's always a risk that the tag dies outright. That's a, that's a real risk. Um, but with arm six in cover, that's not super likely to happen um, unless you're fighting an Azrael or something. Um, so yeah, I I, I like the I I've, so I'm sort of making a big big case for the Azrael. I appreciate it's not the most straightforward tag, and it has a lot of failure points, which is why it sits in in the ugly category. But yeah. I also think it has real potential. Um, I think it's easy to dismiss because you look at you see structure two on an arm six tag, and you go, oh no, that's it's basically like a really big heavy infantry. Yeah. Um, that can't go prone. That's true, but it also has a lot of other benefits that I think, if you leverage them right, if you if you, you know, use it and practice with it, it would be really good. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, sitting right alongside it, as I look at the uh, army app, 
is the other tag that you can take in Scarface Cap- Cap- yeah. Yeah. And I would say also he's he's ugly. Um so yeah, Scarface and Cordelia can go into a bunch of different mercenary factions. Um and they're both good. You know, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Um yeah, Well, I, I knew think... that when it started out as an arm five tag, so now it's arm oh, seven. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh well. It's it has seen now, some then. changes, and yeah, especially what you what kind of guns you get on it. It's a cheap tag, uh, and a structure three tag, and you get an engineer for free with that package. Well, well, that's the problem. You don't. That's why she's. That's why it's a problem oh. because it's not free. Oh, well, not yeah, anymore. Seven, oh no. Seventeen oh. points. So actually, you're paying a minimum of 81 points oh, 81, for Scarface yeah. and Cordelia, oh. and that's yeah. kind of the problem here. Um, yeah. And there's also the two other problems. five days, he would cost uh, 60 uh, points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, his cheapest profile for just the tag is 64 points, which is totally like a good price. I'm I'm yeah. into that. It's cool. Once you also have to take um, Cordelia, and you can't choose not to have a and they don't duo together either. So, like, you just have this engineer. And she's okay. She has mimetism minus three. She's a whip 13 engineer. She's got courage. Uh, combi rifle chain called D charges. So, you know, she can do stuff. But it's only one wound, one arm, BTS three. Um, you know, she, she dies incredibly easily. And importantly, she only has whip 13. And Scarface is not a remote presence tag. So... I've had just recently in a game I played only a week or two ago. Um, in fact, so yeah, two games in a row where I tried to get Cordelia to uh, you know heal Scarface or pick him up from from unconscious, and she killed him. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Whip Thirteen is just not quite reliable enough for my for my points, my money. Um, and then when you look at Scarface, he's really cool. Like this amazing like CC um, tag and like AP Spitfire, AP HMG, really really nice. But he's only BS thirteen for a tag, which is pretty bad. Uh, and he doesn't have any template weapons, which you might argue he doesn't need one because he's a CC tag. But sometimes you just need a heavy flamethrower, you know. Um, yeah. And so those are the those those three things. The fact you have to take the engineer. The fact that it doesn't have a template, the fact that it's only BS thirteen, doesn't isn't made up for by his sort of quite good CC skills. CC twenty two, berserk plus three, CC attack minus three. So he's he's like really he's really dangerous. He's got a DACC weapon instead of the usual AP, so he can really kill stuff. He can yeah, that's a tag that runs up to you to kick in to kick just just kick a guy like a like like a football. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And even like, even if you get um, oh. Joe Scarface Turner, the the tag pilot, if you get him out of the tag, even he is really dangerous in CC. Like he's still CC twenty two, still <laughs> Berserk plus three, still CC attack minus three. So like he can kill lo- a lot of stuff in CC. And he has a boarding shotgun and grenades, all both of which have plus one damage. Um, and he's a specialist, so he's really cool as well. Um, yeah, well, I think that's, I, I just, that's his strength that he do, doesn't act straight up like every other tag would. Like you could 
go yeah. for the optional. Ah, maybe close combat in this case is the best way to go and kick yeah. the guy off the field and hope my armor holds while he's trying to kick me back. Yeah, yeah, and I mean I've I've definitely done that. Like I I played against um against Yu Ching recently, um and uh what did I do? Uh yeah, I I, I had to go and kill um Bishi. Yeah. And I had hardly any orders left. And I, I've only got like these long range weapons. And she was like deep in her own deployment zone. So all I could do was berserk and kill her. But I, I killed her outright. Like it was like, yeah, yeah. great, done. Um, yeah, yeah, you berserk, you go 10 inches. That's Yeah. Yeah, it, it was really good. But it's fun. It's fun to use. It's a fun, fun unit yeah. to use on that basis alone. You're like, yeah, charge in. Don't worry too much about hacking and stuff. It's kind of like, um, you know, sort of like, the no thinking tag you just run forward yeah. shoot as much as you can and and then get into cc and that's that's great fun but it's, yeah. it's kind of inconsistent and i think there's a reason why so many tags also have template weapons um there's a reason why everyone loves having uh um remote presence on tags yeah um and i i don't want to have to pay 17 points for cordelia when I might also be taking Fiddler anyway, or I could take a Najaroon Engineer, which is a little bit better. Um, so, it, yeah, it's a, a little frustrating. Yeah. Um, and that's that's why he sits in the ugly category for me. <clears throat> Understandable. It can do crazy stuff, which makes it fun. Yeah, yeah. As I say, super fun. I've been playing with him a lot recently because I really wanted to try and make him work. I think maybe there's a certain amount of like play style-ness about him that I, it just doesn't quite fit with my way of playing. Um, but uh, yeah, just a bit a bit lumpy kind of experience with him, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, yeah, so that's that's uh, he's in ugly, and I think the next category is I think I might have even done this the last time we talked about Capocalchi, which is the medium infantry. Yeah. Uh, or all How are they standing this time? <laughs> the pretty much the, the same. Yeah. Yeah. Kaplan, so you the you got yeah. yeah. So we got Jambazan we talked about before. Uh, Druze, Kaplan's Arslan, the Druze uh, character, and Sekban are all medium infantry, and they all have their own particular uh, advantages. They're all really nice in some specific ways. Jambazano is your MSV2, regen 13, really nice. Uh, Druze give you X visors, BS attack plus damage, and they've got some nice hacker stuff. Um, Kaplan. Viral pistols are nice again. Viral pistols. Yeah. Uh, Kaplan's mimetism minus three. You've got a multi sniper. They've got some cool specialists. Um, Okay, go fire team with some Corsons for cheap. Yeah. Really nice. Uh, Arslan, even, I, he gets a lot of stick, but I think he's really good. Um, BS-13 with MSV-1, uh, NWI, BS attack plus damage and a multi-rifle and viral pistol and stuff like that. You know, totally solid. Um, and Zekbans, similar. BS-13, Arm-3, BTS-3, 360 visor, which is handy. Not essential, but it's handy. And they're, But they're all NCO, so they're really cool. Throw them in a fire team, you get that extra LT order, get to use it. I use Sekban doctors quite a lot because they're kind of a good, they're a good doctor, and then you can 
get that NCO kind of buff to get your units going forward. Um, but they all suffer from the same problem, which we talked about before, which is they are all one wound apart from the Kaplans <coughs> and the Jambazan. None of them are shock immune. Um, and even the even the Kaplans and the Jambazans being shock immune, that's like, it's cool, it's nice, but they're still, if they go unconscious, they've still gone unconscious. You know, yeah. you've still got a unit down that you have to then spend orders to bring back up again. Um, yeah, but and, uh, like this, the Segbond is nice for Harry's, especially if you can get this very cheap heavy rock launcher for 21 points. Yes, yes. The heavy rock launcher is also good. Yeah, I should have mentioned that. Yeah. 21 point PF-13 heavy rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. With 360 visors, so if you find yourself a bit caught out, and someone goes, "Oh, I'm going to get you in the back with a whatever," you, nope. you still You're have still your ARO. Eat the rocket. Exactly, you still eat the, the rocket particularly, and also chain cult. So it's kind of like you can't. There's nowhere for you to go. The rocket launcher is going to get you, or the chain cult will get you, yeah. um, no matter where you're coming from. So that that is really nice. They all of them have their benefits. All of them are really nice, but they all cost you. Uh, and they all yeah. die just a bit too easily, and that's the main main problem. Um, having said that, I have lists that feature all of them in one form mm-hmm. or another. Like uh, I, you sort of have to use them, and that's that's almost the most ugly thing about them is they are kind of good. They are like useful. They've got cool specialists, cool weapons. Uh, the problem is you just have to use them. You have to use Jambazans often. Uh, often you kind of have to use a Sekban because you need you need more orders. Yeah. If you're going to do um, guided missile strategy, you have to use Druze. And there's no other way to do that. And they are quite expensive, even though they are very good at it. Um, the only ones you, you don't sort of feel compelled to use are Kaplans, which is a shame because they're some of the cooler ones. They have the they are arguably the best shooters of BS12, Mimitus and Minus 3. Um, For sure. And they have some yeah. really cool models. Um, I, as I said before, we were talking about the, the Corsair. Now that they can fire team together, you've got more of a reason to take the Kaplan. But you almost, you sort of don't want to necessarily take Kaplan anyway, because they're kind of easy to kill. Um, but as I say, they all they all cost. Like the cheapest Kaplan is 23 points for a combi rifle and adhesive launcher and decharges, which is an interesting mix of stuff. Um, but why are you spending 23 points on that guy when you could be taking a different kind of you know a, a different kind of model? You know, you could be going cheaper with some gulams. You could be going you know with some officers into a fire team. You, there's yeah. so many other ways that you could be spending those points on something which has a more defined purpose um and or is more resilient or is cheaper yeah um so they sit in this weird kind of zone um and it's just all the more frustrating that you end up having to use them anyway despite that fact so yeah um like with scarface i I love them all every single one of them Uh, i love all the models and i and I, in fact, I own all of the models. <laughs> every, every single, the only one I don't have is the Jambazan Sniper. Um, it's the only one that I, I don't like, but I, I own literally all of the other models. Uh, and I, I enjoy using them because I enjoy the models and I, I like the concept behind them and stuff. But I generally find that they can frustrate me from time to time. Um, 
you know, when you're coming up against looking at the course and looking at the boats at like these very sort of current optimized profiles, uh, you're kind of like, uh, you know, I could take a boat hook, which is 27 points and is a specialist and has all this cool stuff. Or for 27 points, I could take a Kaplan engineer, which is not as good. It's just not yeah. as good. Um, so, yeah, it's unfortunate, but that is the case. For sure. Um, so any 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 other ugly units or can we go and talk about Kapokalki and his in the as a reinforcements now for and it's yeah I think so yeah there are, there are other other profiles we we didn't mention the Odalisks and a few others but they're they're all I think we can talk about the Odalisks and reinforcements because they come in there there's yeah. a bunch of other like kind of you know gulams and other things and bits and bobs but uh, none of them really stand out in the way that the ones that we've pointed out have done yeah so yeah now Kapokalki has reinforcements so uh, any of the other Hakislam listeners who don't play Kapokalki, you, uh, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you <laughs> have when to reinforcements play them. are involved. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, if you're playing reinforcements, you have to take uh, Kapokalki. And um, yeah, we've already talked about the reinforcement Azrael. Yeah. If you're not taking one, you have to really, really think carefully why you're not going to take yeah. one of those. Either, either version has huge huge effect with huge utility they, they are they expensive like a truck but exactly just, they hit like a truck yeah it, it, it's really hard to argue against taking one of those um yeah yeah i mean it, in the they're kind of a little difficult to balance and I, i've heard similar things talked about with um other reinforcement armies or reinforcement like forces is you get kind of limited by certain things. So like if you want to take um, a Harris team, well, you can't take an Azrael in a Harris team, unfortunately, in reinforcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might might have been a little too powerful if you could put a heavy shotgun plus one burst, uh, plus one burst by giving it a Harris fire team. That make it maybe too much, same with the AP Spitfire. Um, but if you're taking any of the other profiles and you want to make a Harris team, it's quite hard to do that in a satisfying way and also take an Azrael. Yeah, we, um, it's 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 turning into a bit of a, a conspiracy theory uh, kind of feel that uh, many of my friends try to make lists for the with with different armies and everyone's like, hmm, if I want a full team, I end up with 102 points. How about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, also 102 points. Like Corvus Belli yes. made it. Yes, not possible. Yes. Yeah, I, I I sort of am coming around to that way of thinking as well. I think yeah. they must have done this on purpose because yeah. it seems to happen so consistently with every every faction um, that I've heard of so far. Uh, I'd be I'd be happy to hear if there's some other one. Yeah. But I mean, if you want to do something like okay, so in in uh, reinforcements, if you want to make a Harris or a core fire team. You have to take a Sekban. Cool. Yeah. Sekbans are nice. We just talked about them. They have some good benefits. Um, the cheapest one, as we mentioned, is the heavy rocket launcher at 21 points. Right? Yeah. That's nice. It's cheap. But it costs you 1.5 SWC, which immediately eliminates you from taking an Asriel as well. Yeah. You can't have more than two SWC in a reinforcements team. Uh, okay. So then maybe... Yeah, I don't you go want... for the heavy shotgun, one. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you, maybe you, maybe you go for the heavy shotgun, or you say, I don't take the heavy rocket launcher, maybe I take a Red Fury instead, or I do something else, but then the points the points go up, and you start encountering difficulties. Um, you probably want to take, in reinforcements, you can take Corsans. They cost an extra point for the cheapest profile, but we've already talked about how good they are. So you can stick in a couple of Corsans in, with a sec van, uh, and you get a really super cheap 50 points uh, reinforcements Harris there. And then you can go and grab your Azrael with the shotgun because you have to. And that's only 82 points. So you're like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, I could probably take, I can't remember if I can take one more because in, we forgot to mention that you're, as with every faction, your one option for getting reinforcements is you have to take a Gulam your comlink but it's comlink plus two yeah so you can take five units in reinforcements is that correct you can take five Uh, units yeah yeah which is pretty cool so you can really like you know you go and get your asriel and you get your cheap harris and then you can get something else uh and some of the cool things that you can take are hakims um they are not in normal Capital It's the one unit that does not exist in Capital Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's this one Rama unit that uh, yeah. found its way into the Capital force, but not only in the reinforcements one, not in the... Yeah, the uh, I, but I really like it. Like, I, Hakim's, I, I own a couple of Hakim's. Like, they are some of the cooler Hakislam models that you can get. Oh, I they look awesome lot. with this big bulky they do. coats on. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They're, I mean, they're like, so the, their background is that they're, they're called Hakim's Special Medical Assistance Team. They are excellent doctors. So they're WIP 15 with a doctor plus three. And they have a medikit plus one burst. Um, you don't really want to have to use that medikit, to be honest, <laughs> unless you're shooting an Azrael or something. Um, really, you want to be getting in base contact, which is fortunate because they have fire team options. Um, the cheapest is 19 points with an SMG and a chain cold. And that model, well, actually, I think the boarding shotgun model is kind of cooler. But either way, they're super cool models. They're these guys who, in the fluff, they jump. They like uh, they're parachutists yeah. in, in Rama Task Force, and they're supposed to be like these emergency emergency response doctors. They jump onto the field and they heal up your guys. Uh, they're really 15, good at it. Yeah. So with the plus three, eighteen. Yeah, oh. doctoring on eighteen. Maybe you, you probably have a cube for a reroll as well on most units. Um, so they're, they're as close as you can get to a guarantee of a heal. Uh, uh, if you go in you and take... if, if you're th- that one time when you heal a Janissary and you roll a 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not trying to heal Janissaries usually at all for that very reason. I just don't want the disappointment, you know. Um, <laughs> I cannot handle that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, Hakim's, if you take him in a fire team, he costs you only 19 points for an excellent, excellent doctor. Um, so that's a really, a really nice uh, option for you to for, for you to throw into a fire team. Um, yeah. It kind of it kind of makes the Sekban a, a little bit uh, Sekban doctor a little less useful because it's much more expensive. But it's still pretty cool anyway. Um, so yeah. The the sec bat, sorry the Hakims is a really great addition and, and they fit really well with the kind of idea of this kind of rapid response force. Yeah. They were always kind of 
popular in RTF in that people that I spoke to like the idea of them, but they could never really find a place for them in the force. And I think yeah. in this context, they'll fit really, really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you can also there's also a profile that comes with a Nazma attached. So you can do the great thing which they did in RTF, which is you bring uh, well, I suppose they, they don't do it in parachutes, but you can obviously bring him bring on yeah. your Hakim and have the Nazma yeah. somewhere yeah. else within that eight inch bubble around your uh, drop pod. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, really, really nice, really nice little unit. Um, very much worth worth having a try with that one. Um, so that's the kind of one unique one. We've already talked about the Burtuk. All the profiles are the same there. Um, very good, very solid uh, guy. I think also talking about the light rocket launcher profile, that might be one that you want to bring as your kind of gunfighter into the middle of the field it has an smg and the light light rocket launcher so you've got those kind of good short to medium range uh, um uh, range bands um yeah. and it's got the mimetism and stuff so i think that would be a really really nice little uh, addition into your team um and i think another unit also that uh, again i mean they're all kind of good like we've talked about most of them already anyway but i think the odalists also come into their own uh, in this, in the reinforcements context, they've changed a little bit from before. They now have 360 visor and six cents, where they used to have one or the other. Oh, so yeah, they've like yeah, slim, yeah. they've slimmed down the profiles usually. There's only three now, where there used to be something like nine or twelve or something stupid like that, because uh, they'd had like a 360 version and a six cents version. Um, and but they're the one thing that always and we didn't really get to talk about them in the ugly. But they hadn't really changed in the previous time, which was that they were slow. They're kind of good in CC. They're CC 18, but CC attack minus nine. Yeah, yeah. That I call for the for the old grumblers uh, among us. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm too cute to die. <laughs> <laughs> I so, smell too well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think I'd really love them to have natural born warrior as well. I think that would make them actually really worth it. Yeah, um, just just going but, to Achilles and putting them on some pillows and have a, a relax, have a nice day, yeah, evening exactly. with me, and then stab them dead. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as it is, I mean, okay, CC18 is fine. Um, you know, there's a chance you'll miss, but it's a pretty good chance that you'll hit. If you're against, say, you're against a CC specialist that's got CC24 with martial arts three or four or whatever, they're getting 24, 25, 26, 27. So CC 27, but yeah. minus nine brings him down to 18. Yeah. Then martial arts is going to impose a minus three on the Odalis. So it's like 18 versus 15. So yeah. there's still a pretty good chance that the Odalis will lose, but it's nowhere near as a dramatic difference as it would have been with all of the martial arts attached to the to the martial artist. So they're a really good kind of, in this context as well, put them into the midfield, yeah, maybe you're gonna come and uh, sort of disrupt. Um, maybe there's a midfield camo martial artist, or you know, any kind of any kind of decently good CC unit is gonna have a problem. Anything you don't want to have firing and just get too yeah. close to it and lock it down in combat yeah, with paraclus combat weapon, so you can kind of get an EM uh, or a fist. Oh no, minus uh, immobilizing it off. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
yeah so down the tank, uh, tank or yeah. something yeah yeah now that you've put now that they're in reinforcements i think they they will come into their own a lot and you you get yeah. slip profile on a no winding cap and shock immune unit it's only bs12 but it's kind of handy um and then the other ones have a much more close range smgs and nano pulses and stuff so yeah they're um they're they're much i would say much better in this context they are better anyway because they've been improved in a small way um yeah they've more also like always been some thing. more short range gunfighters because of the submachine guns so yeah. it's nice to throw them halfway the field as uh, reinforcements yeah. and uh yeah i I've sometimes wondered, like, when they were coming up with reinforcements, whether they were looking at capocalcium or like, well, how can we, how can we use these and make new models and do that kind of stuff without actually like just massively keep keep on expanding our kind of portfolio of models and SQ, SKUs or whatever that people say they are always concerned about. Uh, it feels like the Odalisk is kind of like one of those units which is like almost like a test case for like how reinforcements could and should work that it takes a unit that was already in the game that was underused and maybe had a slightly old-fashioned or didn't quite work kind of profile and yeah. find a way to make it useful um, yeah and and it really and it really is useful so it's really solid um for some units like the old list it's just what would make it better bring it closer yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. we can't make it into a eight four movement unit let's no. let's make a rule to make it so you can just drop it in the middle of the table great love it yeah really cool um we talked already about the jambazans and the sec bands and corsans and corsans and the hafsa which you also get they're kind of interesting um i don't know well i mean you just take one to make make a fire team cheaper i guess um they have all the same benefits as we talked about before yeah. You've got Leila Sharif and Rahman Rouhani, these two characters. We didn't mention them before. Um, they're in reinforcements as well, and they're both very, very solid. Yeah. Um, wild cards in the in the main force, and they're wild cards here as well. Killer Hacker in Leila Sharif, Shock Marks and Rifle EM Mines, very nice. Uh, yeah, tidy, 20 rings, points. 20 points is pretty much a steal. Yeah, yeah, she's excellent. Breaker Pistol as well, so in a Harris, she's going to also be useful close range. Uh, and Rouhani is very similar. Like he's 21 points. He's a doc. He's as good a doctor as a Hakim. So he's whip 15 with doctor plus three. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but he's also got no wind in cap, an SMG, and a flash pulse. So his yeah. flash pulse is really good on a whip 15. It's very yeah. solid. Um, that, that stopped me in my tracks once or twice. Like, oh, I'm a, this Rouhani guy. I'm gonna kill it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not when you're stunned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's uh he's very very handy um yeah. link filler guy uh, and an excellent doctor um and then finally you have got the Rafiks which we which is the kind of typical sensor bot um and Hack Islam get the cool Red Fury version and the rifle light shotgun version uh both very han- handy and helpful pieces um not yeah. a huge lot huge lots much to say and then the Hawa the Al Hawa which we talked about before which in the normal force come as a camo infiltrator in this one they become incredibly cheap specialist link filler so you get all of the same profiles more or less you don't get the mine layer uh, with the uh, shock marks and rifle but you get all the, the two different types of hackers and you get a forward observer but they don't get camo they obviously don't get infiltration 
Or the mine uh, layer. But they're super yeah. cheap or mine layer. But you you're picking up a forward observer for 17 points. Like yeah. if you really a mimit is a minus three stealth forward observer or hacker similar 18 yeah. points for the killer hacker 20 points for the hacker. Like if you really need, you know, if you're thinking about your reinforcements in the sense of okay. Maybe I want to stack my main force with just gunfighters to go and kill stuff and die. And, you know, and then you can bring your specialists on afterwards. Or maybe you think I've got some specialists. They might be targeted by my opponent. Like I want to hold some specialists in reserve. The Hawar is perfect for that. So cheap. Um, mimetism makes him a little more survival. And um, yeah, just chuck him in a fire team or just have him by himself run off and push a button. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, not not too much to talk about. I think they're really a really helpful profile. I think for me, it would be a rare occasion when I would definitely take one um, because there are just so many options. We've already talked about the Hakim as a specialist um, and a few other things like that. But if you really need a hacker or you really need a forward observer, which some missions uh, demand, then um, yeah, your Hawar is the, is the piece to go for. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, the Hakislam reinforcements are in a good place. You can easily, yeah, with the Azrael, some Corsans, uh, and then fill them up with uh, either uh, Alawa or uh, another like Rouhani uh, mm-hmm. to make a solid team. Yeah, yeah, I, I I know some people have complained about various reinforcement options. Um, and I was not, I don't know what I was expecting or whether I had any kind of expectations about what Hackers Loan would get. But I'm I'm really quite satisfied with with these options. There's, the, there's you know, there's the Azrael is obviously the main standout. Like you look at those that profiling yeah. and that's just incredibly dangerous. Um, but uh, the Burtuk is also really nice. And, and I think, the, the, as we've mentioned, I've found a way to get good and interesting usage out of things like the Odalisks and the Sekpan yeah. and the Hakims as well. So, yeah, really cool. Yeah, I think these profiles come in their own because they get closer and you get your chance to, yeah, really. Uh, now that I had my first uh, reinforcements tournament organized, I see that it's a really good way to uh, get back at your opponent uh, when you lost a lot of units, do a lot of damage in your active, and mm. it's nice to have units like the Corsan with a lot of templates and the Azrael uh, to really set the set, set the stage right. Or yeah, uh, have some uh, specialists that uh, turn the table. Um, mm. So it's fun uh, to. Uh, have these kind of units and try to uh, grab victory from defeat or uh, uh, yeah. yeah, do some damage. Yeah, I absolutely uh, agree. You got some, yeah. Yeah, really great. Love it. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing more, more and more reinforcements. Yeah. It's been a, a little slow in my local area. I, I think not too many of the locals have been super enthusiastic about it. Um, but I know that. Uh, Shout out to our, our, our good friends in Finland across the water. Yeah. They're going to be running uh, a big tournament in the new year, uh, which will have reinforcements. So there'll be a reason for us to start practicing more and more with it as, as time goes on. Yeah, they um, should try it. I, I found out, like, yeah, I, I, I kept I kept the tournament at two hours, so um, like I normally do. 
the games don't take that much longer, uh, not at all in some cases, because the first turn is probably a bit shorter than normal. So it it gets more spread. Like the first turn is mostly the one where all the troops are alive, so you have the most orders to spend. Now that you have the reinforcements, you're you're down to 10, 12 orders, give or take, if you get any any uh, impetuous or anything. Uh, so there's less happening in the in the in the first turn. Um, so and then your reinforcements come on either second or third turn, depending on how much damage has been done. Uh, mm-hmm. Even the first turn, if it goes really hard, but yeah. I haven't seen that happening a lot because yeah, you don't have the orders to alpha strike that hard. Uh, yeah, and, and it feels yeah that you uh, at least if you're if you're on the losing streak, you get at least a chance to bring on your reinforcements, do a bit of damage. Um, uh, I, I know from one game that I've I've lost that at least gave me the feeling of, well, I am I am losing this game, but at least I'm taking people with me. So that's, <laughs> yeah. So it it's uh, I think it it covers a, a lot of those those feel bad moments of getting ripped by an alpha strike or just just going off chances that you at least have, well now these five dudes can at least give me a second chance um, uh, of, of, of victory and yeah and it being fun units uh, helps also yeah yeah I, I completely agree I think the 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 big one that you mentioned about avoiding sort of very hard uh, alpha striking yeah I think as you say, it really removes that as a as a viable option. I mean, you can do it, but you're gonna end up with whatever piece you're striking with. You're gonna end up stranded if you really yeah. push it hard. Um, and yeah, that's obviously a problem in its own right. And I think it can be quite easy. I mean, I I um I've been working quite hard recently in my local area to kind of try and bring new players in, and I was reminded of being a new player. And finding in yourself in those positions where you're like, okay, I've set up and maybe I've deployed kind of badly because I don't really know what I'm doing. And then somebody comes along and just absolutely smashes into my lines and, and removes you know, a third or a half of my army. And by playing reinforcements, you really avoid that, as you say, that feel bad moment of like, oh, shit, like the game is basically over after the first turn. Like I yeah. haven't even got a chance to do my own first turn and the game seems like it's over. Um, we all know, of course, Infinity is not that simple. Sometimes you can you can claw it back, but having that kind of that possibility of feeling really tilted in a in a game sort of reduced, I think is is only a good thing, yeah. really. Um, Especially then, yeah, if that one unit has cut a bit into you, but is still halfway across the field. Well, now you got five guys that land around it and just yeah, absolutely kick that guy to crap. Like you did this for one <laughs> turn and one turn only, Achilles. Now you're going to feel the chain rifles. Yeah, I would love, because obviously you can't get shot on on aero, so I sort of would love to do that if someone had a piece, like a big piece that they just ran out of orders and they got stuck somewhere and literally dropped the drop pod like right next to them and just (laughs) do a ring of of models. Yeah, Yeah. you're going to get shot to shit by something else, right? But it would just be fun to like go, okay, I coordinate and they all shoot at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some kind of weird movie uh, action yeah. scene. It would be fun. That's from above, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, play reinforcements, people. It's really fun. I, uh, 
I, uh, I, I enjoyed it fully and my local meta also. So the ones that are, 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 are that the people are saying, well, I don't know if reinforcements are, are cool are also the ones that didn't join the, the join my tournament. So, but the people who joined the tournament were like, yeah, this is actually quite nice. Yeah, you have to learn a little. Yeah, you have to learn a little more, especially for newer players. Like, oh, also you have this little group of five guys that comes on on a, when you lose a hundred points. But once that's cleared, uh, yeah, it's even for newer players. It's nice to have this real infinity feeling of yeah, trying to outflank your opponent by getting a second chance at at an attack. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Right. Anything else to add about Kwafukalki? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I think we, I mean, we talked uh, at yeah. length about them. Uh, as, as it's obvious, I like talking about Kwafukalki. I like talking about Infinity, but yeah. um, particularly my favorite faction, Kwafukalki. Um, yeah, I've covered uh, pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, and we haven't yeah. even talked about all of the units. There's a bunch of other interesting units that we haven't got into depth with, but uh, I think we've called out the main. The main highlights and lowlights yeah. as well. And as you said, yeah, an out of uh, colored Talok unit where you get can get all the models and some really fresh or some still coming up. So mm. don't be scared by the OOC because yeah. <laughs> they're really not. <laughs> they're just really yeah, not. Yeah, they're re- they are really not, actually. You're right. You're absolutely right. And as we all know, like your um, proxying... Uh, ability is, is as free as you would want it to be. Easy, and, yeah, easy, yeah. And I mean, there's definitely going to be a new Azrael coming out for the for the reinforcements. So I think even even on that on that side, you know, I'm still proud they got to wanted... both the old ones. So yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was uh, big props. I can't I can't remember the guy's name, but when I first got into Infinity, a guy was getting out of Infinity, and he sold me his what ha- turned out to be a Capital Calcy collection. I didn't know it was Kapokalki at the time, but I was like, oh, I get these cool chunky boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until later I realized, I was like, oh, this is this is the faction for me. They're great. And these models yeah. are beautiful. Uh, and I can't wait for a new one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we uh, we covered Kapokalki and reinforcements. So I think we could call this episode the Kapokalki and plus Akislam reinforcements. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't. Uh, I I don't have anything to add uh, uh, other than play the Asriel and play it a lot. It's really cool. <laughs> it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Something burns to ashes. If you really want to be a pyromaniac, this is the guy for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then uh, then it leaves us to say. Uh, uh, people who listened and are, have, have stayed with us for these last two and a half hours thanks for listening and we see you all next time